0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noe. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. Let's go ahead and get started. Except I don't even know what I'm
1: doing anymore. So, we start with Cozy Nights, as always. Uh, the news, as usual. I'm a fan of the uh, the weird, but I can't find any weird stuff. It's been, it's been on really, the internet. Wow. News wise. I mean, no weird stuff in the news either. Crazy, huh? So these are, here's all the stories i found so far. <clears throat> so news story. Number one, uh, welcome back to cozy Nights, nice, by the way, oh, my fucking back. Sorry guys. I've had quite a, quite a fucking, I'll, I'll tell you after in my life stories after, after a uh, cozy kitchen. Uh, anyway, news story one, the scientists in, at the university of Shanghai, they just invented, created a new, uh, disk that can hold 1.6 petabytes of data i'm talking about a cd 200 equivalent of 200 terabytes they said you could put more stuff on there than you could ever watch in a lifetime yeah like a, about like a few million movies and i'm like oh my god and my first literal thought was uh, uh that's a lot of porn i could put on there my entire collection in one place <laughs> The question is Is How much does Pornhub hold I don't know I'm going to put all the Pornhub on there I don't want step family and, and
0: urine stuff Ugh. <laughs> yeah. All they do is retitle it It's fine To what? They take away the brother sister aspect And they'll, they'll just put regular
1: What's a, re- <laughs> a regular what? <laughs> they still say it like Hey, hey step brother what you doing They'll, they'll voice over it <laughs> Oh Oh god Hey, random stranger <laughs> that lives with me in my house, what you doing? <laughs> That's a lot of 1.6 petabytes, man. Like they had, this, I read like three articles on it, and it has this like they have this weird layer that they do, like at the nano uh, parti- uh, particle level or something. They said I had no idea what they meant. I'm just like, all right, how much porn can I put on it then? <laughs> is all I kept thinking. <laughs> just tell me how much your collection will fit in one disc. Can you believe that? Like you could just put your entire like, library. And one disc, and you probably be thinking like, "Oh, what if it breaks?" Well, you make copies of it, so you have you have a safe copy. You can you could put the the safe copy in Fort Knox, like <laughs> make sure to protect all my pornography, sir. I want to become president of the United States just to have my porn collection collected and archived in the
0: con in the Library of Congress. <laughs> Like you have
1: to, I'm president. You have to put it in there.
0: Where you have the uh, the Library Congress number on there too. Yeah, you got put it. You have to put it in there. I'm president. You have to. <laughs> the randomest porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> you have to put it all in there. I'm the, I'm the president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Become president just for that? Just literally just for that. Then I resigned. <laughs> right after they put it. Like
1: <laughs> my, my, my job is done. Enjoy my pornography, future generations. I think for the most part too. If you write a book, it just shows up there. As a president? No. Has any, anybody? I'm pretty sure. Probably some shit books out there, man. I don't know. <laughs> in the goddamn Library of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to do it. It's part of our creed or man, motto or whatever bullshit we made up. <laughs> now it's stuck there forever.
0: Uh, it just do it, though, just so that way you can get it in there.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> what the fuck is the Library of Congress? Just a, a, a collection of like history in, in general, like in terms of like books and movies and stuff that are, they, they feel like is
0: culturally significant? See, it says uh, by law, every author or publisher is required to provide the Library of Congress with at least one copy of every book, record, CD, DVD, and software offering that is sold on disc to the Library of Congress. Sold on disc? Hmm. So we, you give them the
1: disc form of the thing they keep in the storage in case mm-hmm. they need to. Yeah. Well, damn. So if the world, if the apocalypse ever happens, and,
0: like, and then it says the library then decides what's, what's, uh, what gets shelved and what does not, they have to, they have to take, but they my, have to have a, they copy. have to take my porn though. Yes. They have to have a copy they have to,
1: of it. They, they need to put, put it on the shelf. <laughs> You'll fight to get it out there. That'd be a great way to place to go. If the apocalypse ever hits like zombie apocalypse, Yeah, just go to the library of Congress. They have everything I need. Mm-hmm. All the knowledge I could possibly want to uh, read into <laughs> All right, so uh, story number two, <clears throat> I didn't know, but Japan has an, they actually have a, uh, a dollar store mm-hmm. called the, uh, the, what is it, the Daiso? Daiso. Daiso, is that how you say it? They have them in Dallas. The, the founder died recently at 80 years old, and uh, I got this story from the AP uh, Associated Press on February 20, 2024, written by Yuri uh, Kagiyama. So uh, Japan, like, this is insane, by the way. So there's five five thousand stores mm-hmm. in 26 nations and regions. Mm-hmm. Uh, five hundred and eighty billion yen last year in the in, uh, in the last fiscal years, what they earned, which is uh, equivalent to four billion dollars American.
0: Yeah, they're just like just raking in money. Yeah, they got two of them in Dallas. I've been to both. Interesting. That's where I got your uh, those notebooks that I brought back for you. Oh, I thought those were rare items. No, hundreds of thousands of
1: dollars a piece. No, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion shattered <laughs> from daiso uh here's the one thing i found interesting is uh, the store carries around like 76,000 items mm-hmm. like uh, give or take yeah i guess depending on size too mm-hmm. uh uh 100 yen is equal to 67 american dollar or cents mm-hmm. so it's like not even a dollar store it's a 67 cent store mm-hmm. cool all right story number 3 from uh february uh, also associated press february 16 2024 Uh, This science experiment in uh, uh, this uh, elementary school in uh, in Gallatin, Tennessee, uh, called uh, Venna Stewart Elementary, a bunch of third graders, they were having a science experiment from an outside presenter Mm -hmm. using dry ice, and something went wrong, and 18 of those kids and their teacher go to the hospital. For what? I don't know. The kids started reporting and started feeling nauseous, and uh, maybe it was like a mass hysteria. They all went to the hospital.
0: Dry ice isn't gonna.
1: I don't know. Like, imagine like that's how hysteria works. Like, one, uh, yeah, of, yeah. one of them freaks out, then they they also feel the symptoms, and they feel the symptoms, and all of a sudden everyone's sick. Kind of like that cop that Everyone, thought he was getting shot at. Everyone's just dancing, dancing till they die, like in France. Or uh, <laughs> fucking a piece of acorn hits your car, you lose your shit. <laughs> I
0: thought you got shot. I'm fucking. <laughs>
1: god dang john wick lost his damn mind
0: it just unloads the entire department.
1: jesus man train the police officer better
0: <laughs> but yes yeah, so the hysteria i could see that happening Mostly just, with like kids
1: yeah so one of them's like, like i don't feel like good. maybe the ice hit him right and he's like Argh! like uh but they're all okay yeah no one was no, nothing nothing happened to them. some of them they just freaked out it was a collective freak out that's why i find it funny though because
0: uh dry ice is just Carbon dioxide. Just
1: ice. Maybe, maybe, maybe the room was small. Like there was too much ice, and they were <gasps> hmm.
0: they, they lost. They were they couldn't breathe anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's possible, but it's just CO two. It's nothing. And like a, a little block of it's not going to do much. Like think about it. They used to use CO two in fog machines.
1: Yeah, let's let's throw a fog machine into a tiny room and see if they have people die or not. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's not do that so we don't go to jail. <laughs> So these next two stories come from a book I got called News of the Weird written by Chuck Shepard, John uh, J uh, Kahoot and uh, Roland Sweet. Now they are what I aspire to be. <laughs> these three guys, they actively are collectors of weird news. So they 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 would they will collect it from uh, all sorts of sources. So like national newspapers, uh, niche newspapers, uh, magazines, like they were just like but I can't go out and just buy like 50 newspapers a day. Yeah. I'd be broke. They're like fucking like, $18 now a piece. I mean Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that they they did what I want to do is just collect weird news stories cuz it's just they fascinate me and they fascinate them. So they they collected like three or four books all together of the best news stories around. So this is all from them, not from me. But I mean they found it in the news and uh, they even said in the introduction that what they, so this is, all these stories are real and true because they showed up in true and there was no, uh what's the word they use, uh, where they returned something? Redacted. They're, they weren't redacted? None of them were redacted. So to their knowledge, they're true. The, the, and uh, so if there was any mistake, it wasn't with the original uh writer of the article. Right. So they're
0: basically uh, the same. We do not take responsibility for this and me and No Way don't take responsibility for what they wrote. I just, I just write, I just read the news <laughs> as it was written
1: to me. <laughs> and so this first this first story is wild like it was the first story in the book <clears throat> so this woman in new york hires two hitmen to kill her husband mm-hmm. they give her, they, she gives him 20 grand and they beat the hell out of him with a baseball bat he survives so then she's like okay that didn't work so she pays him one hundred and fifty thousand to shoot him they shoot him six times and he survives then they offer for another $300,000 to, to uh, attempt another attempt on his life one more time. And by then, the police had found out what was going on. They arrested all three of them the two headmen and the wife. So I started thinking about this, and I'm like, why would I pay you more if you failed the first two Jeez. times? You know what I mean? Like, I deserve a discount. <laughs> It's like it should be done for ten grand now. Yeah, or nothing. Half off. I gave you a hundred and seventy thousand dollars total, and you never killed this man. <laughs> like I, I know it's wrong. You know it's wrong to kill somebody or hire somebody to kill. Like but
0: they, they are
1: they, horrible him. They, either they're the best human ever, so like we, we won't kill them, and then yeah. we she'll should, we should pay us more. Yeah. Or uh, they're that fucking terrible. I mean, he did take six shots and survived. So it has off to the husband, who's apparently Chuck Norris. <laughs> But he's just, like, shrugged that shit off. John Wick. And I'm like, oh, my God. He got shot multiple times and he's still standing there. But I just, I found it offensive to me. Like, why would I pay you $300,000? They offered her 300000 Or they offered they offered to kill him again for $300,000. Yeah. I'd be like, $300,000? I could have killed him at that point. Like, she could have slowly killed him with poison. Poisoning his coffee or something. Which people have done. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, man. So, in total, they would have wanted... Uh four hundred and seventy grand if they if they had actually killed him. <laughs> so because the, they, they probably split the uh the twenty ten apiece, mm-hmm. then the uh the 150, 75 a apiece, mm-hmm. so the next one being one fifty apiece, mm-hmm. they're just going up in price and mm-hmm. just absolute ass at killing people. <laughs> Useless motherfuckers. <laughs> and they got caught. The husband fan had all three of them all three of them got arrested. So they didn't make anything. No one she paid them to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got arrested too, so That's what I'm saying. So she's like damn it hey, was her that didn't work out at all <laughs> she was using his money anyway I'm, I'm I didn't read it there's not a lot into like there's no like dates or where the paper the story came from or any like uh, extra news about it yeah so I'm thinking like maybe they they got caught and then they if they they, they got like less in time they rolled on her you know and then they like oh if she offers to uh uh offers us to kill her again him again uh you'll let
0: you'll lighten our sentence right and he, they're like the cop's are like bet And so they, you know what I mean, like they. they Because for her it would be a pain for assassination, and for them it would be attempted murder. murder. Yeah, because they didn't even kill him. So
1: they tried. They tried their hardest. Apparently,
0: (laughs) (laughs) this next story is fucking hilarious.
1: So this South Korean police officer, he got blackmailed blackmailed by a fellow officer and another man uh for taking a bribe from a motorist mm-hmm. so he's like oh crap they caught me they blackmail him for twenty eight thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars in total is what he paid him but it didn't matter because the, his superiors found out anyway and he got demoted now you're probably wondering man he got blackmailed he gave all this money out that bribe must have been huge that he got the bribe that he took from the guy that initially caused the blackmail was six dollars <throat> so he's like <laughs> negative twenty eight thousand
0: seven hundred and forty four dollars <laughs> My question then is, uh, did they get in trouble for blackmailing him and taking a bribe? That's what I was thinking, but I told you there's no extra story to it. Oh, that's, yeah. what
1: I, that's what I wanted to know.
0: That's what, they, like they the a whole chain. They
1: got all fucking scot-free and he's fucking down 28 grand. He probably, I would have rolled on him too. Like, it was Sam. <laughs> Arrest him too. They took a bribe from me to not say nothing. Exactly. But $6? That and
0: you you got demoted anyway. You might as well have taken the demotion to begin with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now he's lost. His wife left him because he lost twenty eight grand. Uh, his daughter's like,
0: "You're not a real man." He's like, "Oh." Well, did you see that story? That reminds me of one of the stories I've seen recently uh, within the last day or two, mm-hmm. where this one lady, she's a journalist, right? There, she says that she got a call from an IRS person, I believe, or something like that. Uh, or like her some kind of some like financial institution saying that her identity was stolen. Right. So she's like, Oh shit. And they said, okay, we're going to transfer you to the CIA. The so they, CIA. I didn't know the CIA. Right. With fucking fry. Right. <laughs> For identity theft. Saying that she had write millions of dollars up and stuff, and she believed him. What was it? Fucking arms, weapons, and nuclear I, devices. I don't That's know. the only way I would believe the CIA. They said that there was international crimes and all this other shit. <laughs> that would be Interpol, not the goddamn well, CIA. Uh, to make a long story short, the end of it, uh, she, they told her to bring fifty thousand dollars in a shoebox, hand it to somebody in the back of a car, and she did it. Damn woman. To make it go away. Well. Did it make her go away, too? <laughs> she fucking disappeared. And then her husband, she's like, her husband said, why didn't you tell me? I was scared. You just gave
1: away 50 grand. Yeah. I mean, some people just freak out. Just this have, is over days,
0: though. It happens, in one, huh? In one day, even. Crazy, crazy ass people.
1: Not crazy. Just like not very fully aware of the scams, the level of
0: scams people go to. So
1: like they, like especially older people they get like a call from like some
0: or I I like, get older people this is not an older person this is a person in their thirties still they, you never they never know they're not used to like the real world <laughs> the
1: millennials not even it's not even millennials just people you know not everyone's like the sharpest knife in the
0: fucking uh, drawer <laughs> not even butter knife level <laughs> oh my god it just happens hey somebody tells me I need fifty thousand dollars in cash now. It's like, that's I'm fucking... like, oh,
1: you want 1s or 20s? Couldn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hang up on them. Well, she, said, she said that when she went to the bank and she drew it out, the lady gave her a weird look. She's like, okay. She brought it back to her. She's like, honey, don't get scammed. Well, here you are getting <laughs> scammed. Oh, poor woman.
1: <laughs> uh, so you always got to you got to protect the people that, you know, that are not, you got to protect the gullible from the, the, the freaking hawks
0: circling. <laughs> Wasn't it you though that said that, uh, the reason they don't make uh beard proof, uh, dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense.
1: It does, but I don't know. I just feel bad for people that get scammed like that. No, this lady. No.
0: Specifically for this lady. No. Why? What's so special about her? She's a very, uh, devious journalist. Hmm so personally mm. i don't really care i didn't say you had to agree with me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i
0: found it funny
1: it's funny but it's also sad and annoying it's like, sad god, yeah it's god angry. dang scam artist you know how
0: many calls we get at the, at the store that i work at it's like hello this is the uh, dm I'm like you don't sound like the dm you know what, though? I do whenever I get a phone call like that, because I get multiple calls where it's like, hey, this is Amazon. We're looking to deliver your package, but we need your address and your name and your phone number and all this. Even though you called me. It's like, <laughs> in a oh, man, it's nothing worse than breaking the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you. what you do is you you pick up. You hear what they first say. It's like in three, two, one. Thank you for calling News 9. <laughs> The phone gets had, hung up real fast i once had a guy come
1: come uh, knock at the door and he was actually asking he was acting super weird he's <laughs> like uh, well i'm here to turn your dish into, into direct like he was saying he was going to switch providers right yeah and i'm like dish we don't have dish or direct and we're not switching into anything oh uh, and then we got into this big conversation right and i'm like oh what do you got like i got ATT. like oh how convenient and he unrolls his uh his uh shoulder uh sleeve and it says a t and t on one side and I'm like, that's random. Why do you have it rolled up? By the way, why did you say you were here to switch my dish to direct? If you're for AT and T, get the fuck out of my fucking port. This dumb motherfucker. I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah, I think he was like a hacker trying to do one of those human things where he needs to do something to our so he can get like free internet near mm-hmm. his house. Yeah, he sure did not get it from me. <laughs> he knew. He knew the minute I saw his fucking sleeve roll down that we were both like, we both know you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are fucking stupid. Absolutely. He's gotta be smarter than the the, uh, the people that try to scam you. And ask to ask more questions.
0: They hate it whenever you ask questions. He
1: sure fucking did. <laughs> All right, now we move on to the uh, cozy kitchen. We are done with the news. We'll have more from Chuck and uh, the other two guys I don't remember their names. Sorry. <laughs> Roland. Roland and the other guy. I don't remember the middle guy's name. His last name is hard to pronounce. Kahoot. Kahoot. It just sounds like it doesn't have, it's not gonna be Kahoot, you know? So I get I get I'm afraid to say Kahoot. All right, so the cozy kitchen. So I found out that Antarctica has a club called Club Ninety, where they get absolute shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's 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 uh, that's what the Instagram uh, uh, article said. Anyway, like they've said it nicer, but and you can read between lines. Like oh, they get absolute shit faced out there because basically. Every year, scientists descend to this basin in arca, to do a lot of research. It's scientists, researchers, uh uh research staff, uh, and even artists go up up there for some reason, right? And they probably get buck wild too. Let's be honest here: orgies all the time. And this negative one hundred. And them yeah, and them in the middle of nowhere, they getting fuck, they getting their fuck on. Place just smells like raw fish. It smells like fucking bo and the shame. <laughs> having to look at your fucking research parts of the next day after you fucking ate your ass <laughs> and so uh uh and throughout the year there's thousands of people there and it whittles down every like throughout the month and then when it gets to the winter months a lot of them leave because once the winter months hit like those six months It's like a fucking like inhospitable wasteland. There's no going to and out. Mm -hmm. It's very rarely or barely because it's because fuel can freeze there. And when I find out like fuel freezes at negative 40 or some shit, I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Must be cold. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they have a shitload of alcohol. Like when they're the people that are there, like the few hundred that are there for six months. Just they have like just wall to wall alcohol. (laughs) Man, that must be a great place to be. But I mean, at the same time, he kind of like, now, like I'm trapped here for six months. Although if an, a nuclear fallout happened, I'd probably be safe out there. Yeah. Uh, all the alcohol I could drink, probably. Now I kind of want to go to Antarctica. I wonder if they can let us go. We can do our podcast from out there. Here we are, <laughs> negative 100 degree weather. You open the door and just get sucked out from the winds. You open the door and your fucking face just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> My dick's never been smaller. God, what would happen to a human with nothing on out in the... Oh, my God. <laughs> they would just fucking... Just freeze to death. It <laughs> felt like a fucking... St- like a statue. <laughs> All right, next story is uh, the uh, the Ramos Gin Fizz. You ever heard of that drink? I did not, or have not. It's basically a uh, uh, a play on the, the gin fizz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was invented by Henry C. Ramos. Uh, he took the standard gin... And he added egg whites, orange flower water, lime juice, cream, and powdered sugar. And uh, the thing about this drink is, the lore goes, that it takes 12 minutes of consecutive shaking for the the, the, the drink to be ready. So you gotta, you gotta shake this son of a bitch 12 minutes long until your arms fucking fall off. So bartender, like uh, experts say it's more like 5 minutes. But even so, shaking something <laughs> for 5 minutes. You ever shake a dick for 5 minutes? Uh, so uh, Only when you get gonorrhea Yeah, itchy as fuck But uh, So the bars These drinks were so popular when they came out Bars had to hire what they called Shaker boys <laughs> That Their whole job That whole night at the bar was to shake the shit Out of these drinks They must have been buff as hell After like a month working there
0: have <laughs> none of them jacked off ever again. Probably not. They'd be like, I'm too tired. they
1: tried to suck their own dick. That's when they learn how to suck their own dick. <laughs> oh, man. That shit would be hard. I want to get a shake weight and do it for 12 minutes see what happens. Oh,
0: God. Don't get a shake What's us fuck it up. You remember when South Park made fun of that one? They fucking went hog wild on that one. And then it had the thing that would drop down
1: where you put your pinky in it. <laughs> it did the fucking butthole, and it had the fucking spray that would like uh, cool you down. It was just like, you know. You know it was just. <laughs> and
0: then it gives you money.
1: And then fucking gave you money. Here's some cab fare. <laughs> All right, so that's my two store my food uh, lore stories for today. Now we give you guys a recipe. I found, this, I found this at the last minute, so I'm sorry if I've done it before. It is the double cheese lasagna. Garfield would love this shit. <laughs> so you're looking at a serving of six, active time 30 minutes, total time an hour and 15 minutes, calories 430, protein 26 grams, get on that. 15 grams of fat, 5 grams saturated, cholesterol is 60 milligrams, carbs is 46 grams, sodium is 710 milligrams, fiber is zero, so you would be pumping this shit out your asshole, <laughs> trying your hardest to get this get this shit out, like sunflower seeds, <laughs> or not sunflower, yeah, sunflower seeds with a shell on, and uh, sugars of 13 grams, so what you need is one 24-ounce jarred tomato and ba- basil uh, pasta sauce, one tablespoon olive oil, one 10-ounce zucchini trimmed cut into one-third dice, One pound ground beef, one fourth cup chopped fresh basil, and addition uh, plus additional for garnish, one fourth teaspoon of salt, one fourth teaspoon of uh, uh, pepper, nine oven-ready lasagna noodles, one cup shredded mozzarella, and two tablespoons grated Parmesan cheese. Damn, it's a lot of gas. That's a lot of lactose right there. So you heat oven to 350 uh, Fahrenheit. 350 Fahrenheit. Spread half cup sauce into two quart. Uh, baking dish in nonstick skillet. Heat uh, heat oil over ma- uh, medium heat. Add zucchini. Cook stirring until softened, four to five minutes. Remove. Add uh, beef to skillet over medium high heat. Cook stirring until no longer pink, eight minutes. Eight to ten minutes. Drain. Return to skillet. Add one fourth cup basil, salt, pepper, zucchini, and remaining remaining sauce. Cook two minutes. <clears throat> Place three noodles in baking dish, breaking to fit as needed. Top with half a uh, half of beef mixture and three noodles. Repeat a layering once. Top with mozzarella and parmesan, covering noodles completely. Tear off large sheet oil or sheet foil. Sorry. Coat one side with cooking spray. Place coated side down over baking dish. Uh, Bake until heated through the noodles uh, and the noodles are tender, about 25 minutes. Broil two minutes. Let sit 15 minutes, if desired. Garnish with additional basil. There you go. Dig in. Put your put your whole fist in it and just take a bite. I always found that aesthetically pleasing. Like when you look into a a, a lasagna and there's just like layer after layer. You're just like, oh, <laughs> I can put my dick in. <laughs> Do an American Pie. Oh god, that man really fucked that pie. By the way, I did buy that movie. Didn't I at the half price the other day? Yeah, I did. American Pie, the first movie. I could watch it. Watch his hairy ass fucking. I to some pie. Why not? <laughs> All right, what do we got left? We got a few minutes left. Let me give you guys uh, a little life story.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so you remember the uh, the bribe uh, with the South Korean police officer? Yeah, I have a story that triggered in my memory from that, and it was the time that my my whole family and then like a few other people were all going to Mexico for a uh, for the summer, which I cannot stand. I can't. It's not that I can't stand Mexico. It's like I can't stand the place I had to stay at. I do not want to stay in this tiny village with one fucking uh, convenience store for the whole village. So you got to go out of town. You got to go two miles into, into the city to fucking uh, even enjoy uh, modern conveniences. Uh, and we always had to stay with my aunts. They, they never had a working shower. They got no door in the shower. You got you to gotta take a bath butt naked in front of this big room with nothing but a bucket of water. Just fucking god, dang! I hate that fucking place. I can't guarantee it's still like that to this fucking day. No cartels. No, we live in a nicer part. They're not as uh prominent as people worry about. You guys watch too many movies and news. <laughs> it's not. It's not like fucking. It's not fucking Mad Max out there. <laughs> and so, uh, we're we're driving into the uh, into a, Like it's like the, It takes two days to get there, and like we're like in the first day, and we get stopped by the military. Uh, a checkpoint and uh, and uh, my dad is a great talker, which I never learned to get. Apparently, I, I lost that. I guess it's gonna, my, my kids are gonna be fucking phenomenal
0: because it
1: skipped me for sure. And uh, the military guy is talking to my dad, and he's saying some uh, like he asked for my dad's idea My dad's like, Here you go, man. If you want it, you can keep it. I got like, three of them, and uh, they're, they're talking back and forth. And they're just, they're just going through the motions, I realize, now that I'm older. Yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't know. And my mom is terrible in crisis situations. because. So my dad's talking to the one uh, soldier, and there's another soldier further down the, the road, but he's looking right at us. And my mom keeps whispering, like, grab your backpack, grab your backpack, like, like some shit's about to go down. Like, make sure you grab your backpack, grab your backpack. Because in the front seat is me and my mom, and then me. And, and me, my mom, and dad. Right. So my dad's driving, my mom's in the middle, and I'm in the passenger side, and uh, my sister's sleeping in the back. And then the other, we have like a little uh, one of those little uh, covers for the back of the truck, mm-hmm. and people are sleeping back there too. And uh, for some reason, my mom's freaking out. I guess she's never seen a military hell. I've never seen a military stop point. And the fucking guy, she, he notices us. My mom whispering in my ear, super obvious. So the, the guy watching us from the our side, the passenger side it starts slowly walking towards us and he fucking unsling this goddamn M13 and I'm like you need to chill now in my head now I'm like you should have you should have been calm nothing was going to happen and uh so she's fucking freaking out for no reason and uh, so the, my dad's like uh, so can we go or not and the fucking uh the guy that my dad's talking to he just starts he fucking starts I never forget he started playing with his mustache he's like man it's been hot out here Th- throat's real dry <laughs> he wanted a fucking bribe was all he wanted a couple dollars so we gave him like 10 pesos and we got to move on. It's like, oh, my throat's a real dry. It's been so hot out here. I'll never forget the way he played with his fucking mustache. Was this on the U.S. side or the Mexico side? It was the Mexico side. It was the military police on the Mexican <laughs> side. <laughs> I
0: was like, going to say 10 pesos here. <laughs> we we'll won't get you even a fucking bottle of water. So I'll never forget the guy
1: playing with his mustache and his fucking thick ass aviator glasses or that fucking cop un- or the other fucking pl- uh, soldier fucking unsling his M13. I'm like, uh oh. Maybe we are in some fucking problems, <laughs> but it reminded me of his bribe that he took. Yeah, I'm like oh yeah, this shit was fucking hilarious. Now, now thinking about it now, my mom is terrible in a crisis situation. It's like she like, like get you like she was like we we're gonna fucking hop out the car and, and run, run and get fucking lit the fuck up <laughs> with an M13. It was almost was gonna happen. Where the fuck was I gonna go? Even a fucking poor shot at like fucking ten feet, I get laid the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an M13. <laughs> Just run for it. I would not would No one would have fucking made it. <laughs> All he had to do was fucking spray in a straight line, and it's game over. Uh, it goes to, because because the reason she's bad in a crisis situation is because what happened the other day at my house when my fucking uh, water heater tank blew up. Uh, I had I was brushing my teeth yesterday. Getting ready for work, and I noticed the water pressure is real low. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird. And then, and then I, I turn the, the the hot water on too, and it's even lower. And I'm like, that's real weird. And so I turn off the the faucets, and I there's a fan for ventilation in our bathroom that I like to have on for no, for white noise. Yeah, yeah, I turn that off, and I hear rushing in between the walls. I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm hoping that maybe my mom had got home and was watering her plants outside, uh-huh. which she likes to do. And like, that's why the water was going that way. Yeah. But then I was like, but they wouldn't do the hot water too. So I go, I try. So I go to to the kitchen. I go to the laundry room because that's where I'm hearing the noise the loudest. I, I open the door and I'm like, oh, and the whole fucking floor is soaking wet. I get down there. I put on some shoes and I get down there and there's like a little fucking closet where the water tank is. Yeah. The hot water boiler. And I open it up and I get fucking sprayed in the fucking face with water. (laughs) The shit was coming out the top. The pipe had burst and I'm like You got a facial for a water heater?" Like that shit hit me fucking point blank. Like with a money shot.
0: I'm like (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm so glad it wasn't fucking boiling hot shit fucking burn my face off the luckiest i was asked how lucky it was because it wasn't hot yeah i was like uh-oh uh so uh it took me half an hour to fucking find the the city line to shut it off because when they fixed it last time because their side was broken yeah and we had an argument for three hours like no, it's on your side it's broken it's not over here it's fucking full of water come fix it and uh, they, whatever they did, they fixed it, right? But it's just full of mud. And it, I dug for 30 minutes in the wrong spot for it. Um, I could not find the fucking valve to save my damn life. Fuck. And this neighbor came in, right? And he, we, he looked at his and he came back like, so it should be way over here. And he looked where it was supposed to be. They had put it all the way to the back. So I had to put the pot, the, the the lead uh, bar I have to turn the valve. Yeah. That my dad made finally because we had that problem like that. He's like you know what we're never gonna. He's like Tony Stark. A- after something happens, then he fixes it. Like you know, like when he was falling from like the freezing the first time, he made mm-hmm. those antifreeze things, and then he made the parachutes after uh, Rhodey died. Yeah. Or Rhodey fell. Like he always makes it after the fact. So he made this thick ass fucking bar to turn the water pipe uh, water line off if we need to. And but it was like in a fucking angle, like the worst fucking angle I've ever fucking seen. And we turned it off, and you know we got it fixed. 150 bucks. Damn, I love Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> they did it on the cheap, cheap. They on Saturday too, no less. Lucky us. I'm I'm glad it wasn't. The, I, I I took it extra hours today because I was thought I was have to pay for a new fucking water tank. I'm like, oh no, like 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 three grand. I'm looking online. I'm like, no. But uh, it, it, we lucked out. Was it
0: just the the edge of the
1: pipe or? I don't know what the fuck happened because I didn't get a good look at it because I I had to call in work and tell him I was going to be late because shit shit had hit the fan, is what I told him. (laughs) Like it was just bursting from the very top. Yeah. There's like, I guess, like a a pipe going up Mm -hmm. and like uh, there's no valve like uh they tony Stark it and they put a valve there up there so if it ever happens again we just turn that valve instead of the whole fucking stuff uh, so
0: it had to have been the cold line that busted on you then
1: yeah because yeah the water was cold when it hit god if it was boiling hot oh man i'd have been like oh. look like zuko from fucking uh the last Airbender. like i'll find the avatar Bend the water Especially because it hit me in the mouth. I would have burned my fucking throat all the way down my esophagus. <laughs> just because you tell you, just goes to show you traps do work. Yeah. Because I was not expecting wire to fucking. <laughs> if it was acid, I'd be fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got caught. You got caught lacking. Yeah, it fucking sucks and it's scary. But uh, I fixed it. Well, I didn't fix it. I fucking turned the water off. It's like, and then I went to work.
0: Hey, at least you haven't taken off uh, fuel lines and had it spray in your face. Oh my God. That would Not suck. I've done
1: that. Ooh. That is
0: dangerous. Just gas all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you're trying to hold your eyes closed after it happens. Because right. you can't wipe them. Oh, man. You've got to start pouring water all over your face. Shit. I'd be wiping like a madman. Just but burn your eyeballs out. My fucking eyeballs! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. All right, guys. So that's it for Cozy Nights. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fucking news, more cozy kitchen, maybe some life stories, maybe some uh, uh, travels. Uh, I call There's one segment I want to do called Travels and Curiosities, mm-hmm. where we're we where armchair armchair nomads. We travel the world from the comfort of our couch. <laughs> <laughs> looks like interesting places or things that I've seen yeah. online. Uh, but uh, I just have some interesting life stories today for you guys. So we'll be back next week. Uh, so uh, good night and stay cozy. Cool. And don't forget, you know, uh, Sunday, 2024. Is that is that tomorrow, or is that twenty twenty five? No, twenty uh, February twenty fifth. Is that tomorrow? Just, today, uh,
0: uh,
1: the new uh, the new fucking uh, Rick show comes on. Rick Grimes, he's back. The Walking Dead. <laughs> the rocket I just call it Rick, the, the Rick Grimes show. <laughs> so tune in and watch the the first episode of the new Rick Grimes show. He's back. He's my favorite. Cool. So uh, as I said,
0: uh, good night and stay cozy. All right. what you got for us in Urban Dictionary today? All right, let's see what we got here. Like I say every week, it worries me because I don't know what the hell it's going to (laughs) be. All right, so we start
1: with uh, sticky Uh, money—money that has been ejaculated upon and then re-entered into circulation, usually as a uh, result of a fetish, uh, ei or ie after sexual intercourse on a pile of money. Who can afford to have a sex on a pile of money? Everyone's broke right now. So basically, like, they who's got that kind of money, like or like, like what if you they wiped it after right on the and then they just they just gave it to some like
0: dollar store the next day, <laughs> like how much how much come have I touched is what I'm thinking now. <laughs> I don't know. Think about that boob money, you know, where those big women pull it out from uh, between their tits and oh, stuff. I Just lick the shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love me some titties. Uh, uh, or there's I've had a, uh, whenever I worked in retail, there was a lady that pulled it out from her shoe. That's gross. There was a dude that pulled it out from underneath the stomach. <laughs> it's like, that's a weird place to put your dollar bill just in your fucking
1: fat. He was fat, so it's like damn weird. Alright, next one is called Rim Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> a male who enjoys giving and receiving rim jobs more than what would be considered socially acceptable. <laughs> what level? That's
0: what I that's what I found funny when it's socially acceptable. <laughs> You went to the same product I did. What level is socially acceptable? I don't know. Once a week. I don't fucking know. Twice per day. What, are, what? What's the level here?
1: I don't know. That's what I found so fucking funny.
0: And how far do you have to
1: go to be unsocially acceptable? I don't know. Maybe when it like starts affecting like your social life, and like your fun, Like you can't. I like, can't. I can't give, give him the work I mean now. <laughs>
0: come in every couple of days, you just got brown stuck all just over you. Fucking just eating it. Like, you <laughs> you, you missed your sister's wedding because you were out eating it. <laughs> you come in and your breath smells like literal
1: ass. Oh, man. So, this next one was because of the one before after that. Because I found the one after that before this one, because I find them, like, backwards. Yeah. So, this next one was because of the preceding one. Or the the next one, sorry. Uh, pivot man is a person who is the center of a circle jerk. I didn't know there was a center to a circle jerk. I, I didn't either. The, the more we learn because the more we don't want to learn. I learned that because of this one. Tibbetts. Uh a butt pirate that loves the taste of semen and has always chosen to be the pivot man at any and all circle jerks at bukkake parties. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what's oh. a, I'm like, what's a pivot man? <laughs> oh, you choose. Oh. I guess so. Hey man,
0: I, I hey, I'll never I'll never eel your kinks. I will. He may not, but I fucking will every time. <laughs> Being the 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 pivot man, a Bukaki party?
1: <laughs> oh, I imagine you know this, you know that the the weekend the, the the musician, yeah, and that that thing where he starts spinning in the camera. <laughs> I imagine that's what the guys do with just spinning <laughs> around. and He's just getting glass. Like a load after load Jesus. to the face. <laughs> the, the next one is a uh, bulongus. Is an excessively expansive rear end. So just a big old booty. Uh, this is what's called pen praise. So it's a female hooker who stands on the street corners with a red dress or animal print
0: when she makes a lot of money. So that's almost every whore I've ever seen then. I guess they so. don't make no money. I don't know. I don't ask. Them. I don't, I don't Basically know. What you're saying is a traditional whore. So just a broco. <laughs> <laughs> a basic bitch.
1: And this one. This one's called Magnum. Oh god. It's a scrawny kid with a huge wang. A Magnum usually plays fancy sports like ultimate frisbee and bowling. Don't expect to see a Magnum out out and around town uh, because they usually go to bed at 10 p.m. (laughs) This is because they are so tired from having to lug that huge mangina around all day. (laughs) Even though Magnums have large love sticks that usually strike out with the ladies, coming off as cocky and annoying, the cockiness usually develops from the knowledge that they are more than a man, more man than the average Joe. But the personality does not go along with it. I guess not. I don't know. Next one called Burger Punk. Oh, God. I found this kind of cool. It's a dystopian punk genre that encompasses the prime elements of Americana culture, including fast food, unwalkable, unwalkable sprawled cities, huge wholesale retail stores, see Walmart, mass consumerism, music that serves as means of commercial advertisement, uniforms as fashion, and co- uh, corrupt uh, government uh, corporate uh, corporateocracy. I'm like, I've never read a burger punk, but I do. want to read one now. And then it says Demolition Man is a quintessential burger punk film. And I'm like, wait, yeah, I guess it yeah, does fit completely yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, it does. And this next one's called uh, a composer. It's a person who fixes orgasms. That's all it said.
0: <laughs>
1: this next one's called skirted egg. And a person who is bald on top but has hair on their sides and back was heard on trailer park boards where J-Rock told Mr. Leahy he looked like a skirted egg. Like, Yeah, because like a egg with a skirt on would be like the hair at the bottom. It's like a castanza. Basically, yeah. Can't stand you, can't stand you. All right, man. That's it for Urban Dictionary today. I hope you
0: enjoyed something you learned today, especially Burger Punk. Burger Punk is cool. Burger Punk is cool. Pivot, <laughs> pivot Man, not so much. I liked it. <laughs> hey, what you do in your free time? I'm not gonna question. It's fine. I don't have the I don't have the fucking capabilities to organize a goddamn circle jerk. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't have the the uh, what's the word the the resources or the uh, the connections. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's so many <laughs> oh shit alright well going into our breakdown for the week uh, this is one that was a request uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, this is uh, Sugum- uh, God, I'm always going to fuck up the name Sugumomo is the name of it Sugumomo, Sugumomo. so uh, we start off with episode one it's called the scent of the cherry blossoms uh, this anime is a, it's a comedy. Damn, I'm gonna name a cologne after that. Sent to the Cherry Blossoms? Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, this shit is fucking prime. They probably already have it. Damn. <laughs> uh, this is a, uh, comedy series, uh, signing, uh, anime. Somewhat harem, but it's not like harem. Yeah. It's <laughs> wild. It's rated M, so. It's not rated X. oh <laughs> But it's rated it close enough. Close enough. Like how, how how close is softcore to hardcore? I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is a lot more comedic take on it. It's not so much of like he's trying to get laid the entire time. It's just a bunch of com- like comedic situations. Encounters, yeah. Hmm. So episode one, scent of the cherry blossoms. Uh, Kazuya Kagami wakes up in class from a bad dream to discover that he has inadvertently uh, groped his ch- uh, classmate Chisato Chika- uh, Chikashi's breasts. You can just fast forward to him in jail and the series. Let's <laughs> be honest here. That's what all that's how that's what, that's how, that's, what that's, how would, that's how it would actually roll in real life. Yes. After escaping her wrath and her beating the shit out of him, Kazuya. So goes, he didn't escape a wrath. He beat the shit out of him. Yes. Like where he gets, <laughs> he's got a puffy face and stuff at the end of it. I don't consider that escaping a wrath. <laughs> uh, Kazuya goes to the roof where he takes comfort in his late mother's obi, which is this like scarf uh, traditional thing in Japan, basically. Uh, Kazuya is attacked by a possessed wig and falls off the building. Okay. Yes, a possessed wig. I'm following here. I'm with you here. But is saved by his obi. It falls beneath him and catches him basically like by uh, creating more. It just gets stuck on a ledge and it breaks his neck. It creates more of a, like, a cushion, basically. Cool. It, like, grows to the size of, like, a cushion type thing. From within his obi, a young girl named uh, Gogami emerges. They are met by the host of the wig. So, they either the, this, uh, the person that has this wig on now, or is being possessed by this this wig, uh-huh. comes after them. Uh, Tsukug- uh, Mogami asks the host to sever their link with the wig, which... The Tsukogami calls an uh, Amasogi, uh, which is like a uh, a item that has come to life, basically, <laughs> with energy. However, the host and the wig attack, and the Tsukugo, uh, Mogami is forced to destroy the wig before disappearing. At home, Kazuya reflects on the day's events before falling asleep. <laughs> That's some weird shit, and he fucking passes it out. Kind of, yeah. Again, this is partially comedy, so... Uh, after another nightmare, he wakes up to find that the Suku uh, Mogami is in his bed beside him now. After avoiding the confrontation with Kazuya's possessive sister Kazumi, the, the Suku Mogami introduces herself as Kiriha. and that uh, she, the Suku uh, Mogami, is Kazuya's obi, the scarf, mm-hmm. and that Kazuya is now her servant. Mm. So that's how the episode one ends. He meets this girl. Named uh, Kyria. and he learns that she is this scarf, basically right. this item, basically come to life. That's weird to me, though. Like,
1: normally, like they would say, like, "Oh, it's his mother's scarf," so maybe it's a a portion of his mother, right? But I am like, okay, so why? That that's the the rational story element that should have gone down, right? And instead, it's just some random girl. Well, it's a random girl to
0: him because he's never met this girl before. It doesn't even look like a younger version of his mom at all. No. Mm. It looks like uh, it's got like pointed ears, fangs.
1: Oh, it's a little creature.
0: Yes, ish. So it's a uh, a, a girl, basically. Hmm. Okay. Uh, episode two is called "The Library and the Childhood Friend." Living with Kiriya is hard enough, but Kazuya also takes abuse from Chisato at school. The same girl that he felt to, because they're kind of they've been friends basically for a long time. <laughs> she finally made a move on her, huh? <laughs> and she she does have the hots for him. So. Oh, boy. That's, that's why he woke up <laughs> fondly. <herb. laughs> uh, having forgotten to complete his homework, Chisato drags Kazuya to the library to finish his homework. While in the library, Chisato bashfully offers Kazuya to come to his house and help him study. But he turns her down. Because, <laughs> again, it's a comedy. So he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need any help. So I'm just too smart for it. <laughs> After Kazuya finishes, he encounters Kiria while Chisato discovers that they are trapped in the library because she follows him to school. Basically this, uh, uh, Itsuku Mogami. She follows him to school <sighs> and she's hit, uh, She was like hidden behind one of the bookshelves. <laughs> <laughs> so during the attempt to break free, the library transforms into an alternate space and the books start flying and attacking Kiria. Uh, Kiria realizes that Chizato is the host of the Amazogi and tells Kazuya to fulfill Chizato's desire. God, I wish it was like word, like, like English versions of the word because I'm so confused all the time with Japanese words. <laughs> the, the, okay, I, I'll just put it this way. Uh, I, I'll, I'll stop saying Tsuku uh, uh, Suku Mogami. And is, that just her, say, is that her name or is that the item? That's the item. Okay. Or the type of creature she is. So it's a type of creature? Basically, yeah. it's basically a creature that's born from a uh, mundane objects hmm. that have uh, emotion and energy put into them over time. Not one of those things. Yeah. So I'll just say, I, uh, th- I'll just say her name from this, this point on, it's easier. Or I'll just say the, the type of creature that she is okay. to make it a little bit easier for you to understand here. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kazuya asks Chisato if she would like to come to his house to tutor him and the library returns to normal because that was her whole desire She wants to go to his house and help him okay. like she loves education. That's her whole thing She has a crush on him, but she also loves education <laughs> Yeah, is he And of course she wears the glasses and everything else uh, so traditional nerd. Yes, the girl next door is one would we'll say <laughs> At Kazuya's house Chisato apologizes. However, Uh, during this time, uh, Kiriha explains that it was not Jezada's fault, but that the Amazogi, which is a possessed, uh, creature, basically like the, the item that since she loved like books and like all that kind of stuff, that's why it turned into a library that Mm -hmm. was attacking them because that was her like emotional attachment type thing. Right. So in his attachment, obviously, Kazuya's is this obi this scarf, right, that belonged to his mother. It's still, so weird. to be like some ra-
1: starts hooking up with some creature that came out of his, his
0: mom's scarf, yeah, it would weird me the fuck out. Well, on top of that, uh, it was owned by his mom, so his mom was also aware that this was a Your mom was a lesbian. <laughs> no, <laughs> surprisingly, no. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chizada uh, uh, Kiria explains that it's not uh, Chisotto's fault. So Kiriai is the the uh, the girl that came out of the Obi. Okay. Chisato is the nerd girl. Okay. But that the Amazogi was created due to a substance called miasma, basically. Ah, uh, the get old miasma. I oh I, well, I'll say miasma, but the actual word is malison. Miasma. It's just easier Sky to room. say. Yes, and that such a high concentration was the fault of the local deity, Kukuri. So, deity now? Yes, they're blaming the deity for this, the local deity. Okay. So, episode three is called uh, Kukuri uh, Hime. That's basically the deity's name. So, Shiro is approached by uh, Kokuyu, who mistakes him to be Kazuya. Shiro is Kazuya's friend in school, basically. Okay. Or somebody that's that knows him really well. And Shiro is a pervert. So, oh, a man after he- my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> he is—he is basically you. <laughs> he will try anything, and he sees this lady named uh, Kokuyu, and she's got some giant, like massive bazongas Big old donkey donks. Yes, like big old f five fo fumbas. Like like f's.
1: Good lord, <laughs> that's small for that's small in my domain. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking m's. Z's. Z's, I've seen. You know, the I know the I know the woman has these. Oh God! Yeah, she's uh she's on the internet. She's uh of course you know, she's on Guinness of uh, World Records. Oh really? She has the biggest in natural and you know, love. Are they natural? Yeah. Well, supposedly natural. I mean, you know, Guinness is like legit when it comes to like actual. It's like well, this shit has to be legit, or you're, you're you're you all get banned. We all get a grope. It's <laughs> a bunch of partners. You know, Guinness is fucking strict.
0: Just fuck with their shit. <laughs> So, uh, hoping to be able to grope her boobs, he treats her to a lunch at a nearby family restaurant, but he gets more than he bargained for when kokuyu orders everything on the menu, leaving him with a huge tab in the well, end. She a hungry girl, huh? She ate everything on the menu. They gave her a plaque on the wall with her picture <laughs> saying that she d- dominated the menu. Damn. <laughs> like she ate everything because they brought out like four carts and stuff like that for her to eat. Not bad. Eh. And she just starts shoveling. <laughs> Why well, he's like, oh my god! <laughs> starts, he starts looking at his wallet. Uh oh, uh oh. And she leaves him to pay the bill at the end. Did the here's
1: if it was me, right? That like she does that, all that stuff happens. He looks at his wallet. She leaves, and then the next it cuts to black, and then it's him just washing dishes, at, and then during the end
0: credits. Ooh, no, this goes straight from that. To the, uh, the next day, basically, oh. at school, where he, he uh, runs up to... I'll a- teach him comedy. <laughs> so the next day, when Kazuya meets up with Asum- uh, Osamu, uh, he gets a flying kick from Shiro, who is apparently disappointed and green with envy as to what happened yesterday. So Shiro thinks that since uh, Kokoyu, this uh, big bazonka-zonka lady, yeah. is looking for Kazuya... Uh, he thinks that Kazuya has something to do with her yeah oh. like she he thinks that she know he knows her so he thinks he's like he's crouching on his uh his uh, uh, hunting grounds yes yes who is apparently disappointed and green with envy as to what happened yesterday moments later before recess all of the students' lunches go missing <laughs> then kokuyu appears eating all of them so she's still going on she's still eating all their shit yeah. <laughs> in the school now he gotta keep the, you gotta he's gotta keep her energy up those tears are too big. <laughs> <laughs> she orders Kazuya to come with her, but Kiriha intervenes. So, after a brief uh, confrontation, Kiriha, Kazuya, and Shizato, so these three girls, accompany Kokoyu to a local shrine. Okay. Where, after confrontation, is waiting for Kiriha, uh, where basically they have a confrontation that's waiting for them, for, for all three of them. Uh, episode four, we go into Trials of the Local God. <laughs> So this is the deity that we were talking about earlier as the fight between Kiriha and, uh, Kukuri continues. Kiriha uses a uh, more power, uh, reducing, uh, her basically to a chibi form. It's a chibi, uh, kid version form. Oh, good Lord. So she starts off like in late teens, early twenties. Now she looks like a, I don't know, trying to think like a ash age. <laughs> what, like how, nine? How the fuck old, uh, I don't know how old Ash
1: is I mean either. He's like a 45-year-old man. He's got that disease that just keeps him the same age
0: like Annie Minonakis. <laughs> he's actually 52 <laughs> in the series. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with Kiria close to defeat, Kazuya has a vision and uses her true name to force her into her Obi form and wields her as a weapon against Kukuri, d- d- the d- deity. D- Digimon. And basically the vision that he has, it's his mom Aww. showing him how to use, uh, different techniques and stuff like that. Cause, uh, Kyria, she can, she can control like these fabric pieces that fly out. So you can make like a, think green lantern basically Okay. where she can create woven shields, like so you, where it's like a square. She can create like drill bits that spin, even though they're made out of like hammer? silk, hmm. like a silk cloth. She can create hammers and stuff. Like, you can mold it into basically almost anything, as long as you know how to weave the pattern wow. that makes it, is basically the way that is.
1: What a weird ability.
0: Yeah. He almost defeats uh, Kukuri, this local deity, uh, but finally has to accept the duty of malison cleaner, or miasma cleaner, as Kukuri gets hold of Kiria and threatens to kill her. So basically, she kind of like blackmails him into doing it. I don't blackmail Hopefully it's more than $6 worth. So, and, and this is like a, a, the, the deity looks like a, a 30 year old, I would say somewhere around there is like the age of, with a mask on, you can't tell exactly. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know. hmm. So suddenly the, the string that holds her no, her no mask on snaps the little string and mm-hmm. Also reducing her to her kid form. Jeez. So she looks like a seven-year-old. Because <laughs> it's like two kids that are super powerful, generally, but neither one of them have power. So they like they they basically age to their power levels. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, Kiriha, in a state of rage, suddenly roughs uh, up on her uh, forcefully and basically makes uh, Kakuri scream in agony. Where she grabs her leg and bends the shit back. Like, you know, comedic. A good old, the comedic old god, side. A Good old god dang from walls of Jericho. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kazuya, Chisato, and Kiria leave the devastated shrine because <laughs> there's a big asshole in it now. <laughs> and Kazuya and Kiria uh, uh, go home and take a bath. That's the, the harem side. Okay. Again, it's more comedic than a lot of the overtly only sexual things at least. Reminds me of that one series where that guy can make a lightsaber out of it, like thin air. Mm-hmm.
1: Remember that old one? He had like, like fifty women living in his house. <laughs> it was an old show from back on Cartoon Network. Like he was like he was like related to like some space like alien with like superpowers, and there was one with like long white hair that was like a an outlaw. There was a scientist with red hair underneath the house. And I'm like, what? Oh, Gintama? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I think it was Gintama. He's just a regular random guy. Yeah. He can make lightsabers like out of
0: thin air. I think that was Gintama. I'm pretty sure. Cause that's an older anime.
1: Yeah, it was. It was old. Up to looking at it. He wasn't movie. even old for when I was watching it. Like it just like, like just like the the art style looked older mm-hmm. than you know what like Cause I was watching Inu Inuyasha at the time.
0: Oh God! Yasha yeah, now? That, that
1: seemed that seemed crisper than what the, this was. Yeah. So I don't know. I still don't know what it's called. They like they remade it. and I tried to watch the remake. And I was like, nah. <laughs> you didn't want to see it? Not really. Not the remake. Was it that? You no. No. He okay. didn't. He didn't have white hair.
0: Okay.
1: I have to figure that one out. I have to figure out which one that was. It was a harem style one too.
0: I don't think he hooked up with any single one. And neither are just cause just lived in his fucking house. As far as I know, like, uh, there, there's like uh, a couple of instances where it may be implied, but it's never like, I'll put it this way. It's not redo of healing or redo of healer. The one that we never aired <laughs> the one we will never air. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> so uh, episode five is called training. So Kazuya is unable to reenact his fighting skills with the Obi and is forced to undergo Kiriha's Spartan training. <laughs> Spartan pro- training. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, that proves to be too much for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kiriha explains to Kazuya the finer details about even fucking talk. Sugomomo like herself. Meanwhile, Kukuri and uh, Kokuyu don't have money to get the shrine fixed, which eventually collapses during the storm. (laughs) It shows them (laughs) holding up tarps, trying to nail boards. (laughs) (laughs) up. Then a tree just flies through it. Damn. (laughs) So you get the comedic side of it. Uh, They have uh, to move their quarters to the park. And they get ridiculed by Kiria, who happens to be passing by. They're living in like underneath side of a slide. Shit! You're fucking going through it, huh? <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> uh, the next day, Kazuya is summoned by Tada. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, tada 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 ka. Tada, tada, tada ka.
1: What The <laughs> fuck is that? Is that done for comedic effect, the name? or is yes. that, I'm like,
0: what the fuck? The school student pro, uh, council president. Oh. <laughs> school student council president. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Because just them saying the name. Yeah. <laughs> they say it so fast. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, he was the one that was uh, being uh, the host for the Amasogi that they encountered in episode one. The wig. Okay. Uh, who asks uh, uh, Tada Taka, asks them, uh, him and Kiria to investigate a series of mysterious uh, Amasogi manifestations that occur with a, ta- a tabletop RPG association. That's the club. Cool. Tabletop RPG association. We should join one of those. You think there's anyone around the city? I'm sure. Let's go find some. <laughs> and with its lone member, Nakajima. <laughs>
1: One one poor motherfucker
0: by himself. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole thing.
1: He's just sitting there, just messing with the board's pieces. Like, oh,
0: the biggest, the biggest nerd you can possibly create in an anime. <laughs> the lone member. He's trying to create a club and get a room. Poor guy, man. Damn,
1: that's, that must suck. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I always wanted to go to the, there's that library down the street. It has like a, a chess club, right? Yeah. And like uh, for years, I always wanted to go, and I never did. Well, he could be like uh, Nakajima. So just, I just play I just play chess by myself. I just flip the board. I got one of those little like daisy uh, daisy uh, counters. What are they called? The ones that spin in circles? Yeah. I just
0: pinned the, the board <laughs> from white to black. <laughs> so uh, they're going to go investigate uh, Nakajima because he's the culprit. As they go through the hallway to confront Nakajima, they are joined by uh, awesome, uh, Asuma the uh what do you call it uh, uh the uh, a, a he's another type of nerd that's a manga artist in high school hmm. but he's also a perv ah <laughs> a man after
1: my own heart I, you know, if i could draw the things you would see <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what if i could draw
0: osamu is a very uh, yeah he's a he's a perv i would send you so many uh, pictures of what i drew He's a perv that's into, like, uh, clan uh weird shit-for-women type things that he draws. He needs inspiration for his drawings. <laughs> if you need inspiration for
1: drawings, look at Tubi. You'll find some of the most, uh, uh, what is exploitation-type
0: stuff you can possibly find. Mm-hmm. So uh, Nakajima orders a minotaur. He created by drawing uh, it on a Asa, uh, Amasogi notepad. Man, you, remember that weird Batman episode where they get sucked yeah. into a computer? Yes.
1: <laughs> it was so out of character.
0: <laughs> oh, damn, I love that show. So, in this case, uh, the only reason that the Minotaur comes to life for Nakajima, this nerd, mm-hmm. that's one to, to create. Oh, because he put so much fucking emotion into it, it just became real? Like, where he, everything he draws on this notepad mm-hmm. becomes real. Okay. And manifest in reality, so he created it by drawing it on this Amazogi notepad to attack them, uh, intending to force uh, tatataka to sanction the RPG Association Tadataka, as, Tadataka. An, as an official club. Because <laughs> right now it's just him. why didn't you just ask? Did he ask? Well, he tries, but he, uh, the, the school uh, council president he won't do it. He just has to He's make like, act- it's just you. Like, what are you that talking is, about? That is a hundred percent reasonable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's be, he has having a, the worst reaction. <laughs> All he has to do is find enough members. Yes. And instead, he fucking
0: flips out. Yeah, but it, but he can't find nobody else to join. I would join for him. <laughs> I, I don't think it would be a bad club. I just find it hilarious. That yeah, we should have done in a school. <laughs> if I knew that was an option. We ain't got that kind of stuff in school here. This is Japan. <laughs> you have to remember, they have different things than what we do. We have tabletop games and stuff. Yeah, but you can't just create a club out of nowhere. You can't in be in like, school. Be like, excuse me, could we petition
1: to have this school? Like, if you gotta get 30 members, yeah. I'm like, no problem! And no one fucking joins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just you staying up there alone <laughs> with your board. <laughs> so, unable to battle the Minotaur, Kazuya, Kiriha, and the rest can only retreat and manage to outsmart Nakajima. But he does not give up until his final attempt fails when uh, <laughs> Osamu switches his uh, Amasogi notepad with his. Hmm. Because they're both artists, supposedly, so he swaps them. God, what is his, What is in his? <laughs> oh, no. After the encounter, the group decides to dispose of the Amasogi notepad. But before he can be done, Asamu draws... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Asamu uses it to draw an adult version of Kiriha in her underwear. Oh, lord. <laughs> what do I you mean an adult version is she still a child yeah she's in her chibi form right now that nasty motherfucker he draws her in as, as an adult though yeah but i mean he's thinking of her as a has he seen her as an adult
1: yes okay okay okay
0: yeah. where kazuya hoped it would be nicer it, it, where he he looked at he's like that's nicer than what you really look like <laughs> <laughs> like he gets beating from her instead i imagine he would he's like ah oh, look here are, you have boobs
1: Gets the absolute shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Did you ever say about that one anime where this guy is like an absolute fucking hound, and uh, this he finds this woman finds him digging through her underwear or something in her, in her locker. I can't remember the actual setup, but she she it's that comedy thing where she starts kicking his head in on the ground, yeah, like super fast, like the whole like comedy bit that they do, yeah. And then she stops and she spits and he and he catches it in his mouth, like ah. and then she fucking kicks the shit at him some more. <laughs> It's just like him, she finds him. He, she starts kicking the hell out. Of, like I'm talking about her. Head, her fucking heel is ramming into her, his skull repeatedly as he lays on the ground, all for comedic effect. Yeah. Completely stops, and she's like, she, she, takes, she takes a huge loogie and spits, and he's just like, <laughs> like she goes back to kicking his head in. So you could
0: be in one of these.
1: I live one of those. <laughs> I get spit on every day. <laughs> I was trying to catch it too. <laughs> That's why they spit so low now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so episode six is called Memories and Childhood Friends. A student confesses to this Jen-
1: this woman asked me like uh, like she said she's not afraid of heights and i am like, I'm not either. I take t- tall women. <laughs> Damn, I'm good. Well she looks and she's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really good with comebacks. <laughs> <laughs> like don't try me <laughs> don't try me bitch I'm like a
0: guy I'm like the wild west like the, the quickest in the west <laughs> uh, alright uh, a student confesses to Chisato and she rejects uh, she rejects him <laughs> the nerd rejects this dude cause he's got like a, just a horrible fucked up face <laughs> with the square like uh lieutenant surge hairdo god and we're straight cut Oh, Lieutenant Serge, yeah, the whole like blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Only this is brown hair but the same hairstyle basically. Right. <laughs> Hosting and Amasogi, he turns the school into a dating sim uh gal game, forcing Kazuya to compete with him in a game for Chisato's affection. Hmm. He basically turns it into one of those kind of uh oh what was those games on uh Newgrounds a long time ago. Somebody got oh, caught with it. God. You know what I'm
1: talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Those ones where you like you you have like a normal life and then you, the whole combination is you hook it up with a girl. Yes. And for, for have like a nude scene. Yes. And that's the whole combination yes. of the game.
0: Yes, that's what this dude has. That's his amazoki. Oh boy, the whole thing. Her disc. Jesus. So it turns the whole school into one of these games. Damn. <laughs> so, however, not everything goes as planned, and Shizato hates Kazuya even more because he keeps fucking up the lines. Oh. Everything he does fucks it up more. <laughs> Kazuya asks, "I've been doing that with uh,
1: that new game, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh-huh. on a, a on a fucking uh, a PS4. Mm-hmm. Like the like I'm trying to talk to that one chick, Magic, with yeah. the mutant. Everything I
0: say makes her mad. I'm like, God dang it! <laughs> so Kazuya asks uh, Os- uh, <laughs> Osanai uh, to help him win Shizuto's affection." And Osa reveals that there's a glitch that can help Kazuya win the game. Yay. this is the perv, the one that drolls. <laughs> like he comes out of the fucking like he comes out of, like a darkened room in the hallway. Like I can fix it.
1: I can. I can help you. <laughs> he, he comes up behind me. Like, <laughs> I have the solution. <laughs> he's You're like a- he's on a full Darth Sidious <laughs> episode three of South of a Star Wars. I can. I can help you.
0: <laughs> he knows everything about the game too. Like
1: I can help you keep
0: her alive. <laughs> So, uh, Hiroshi, which is the guy that's uh, got this game, uh-huh. is about to ask Chizato out under the cherry tree, but Kazuya interrupts him before he finishes. Chizato asks uh, Kazuya what he wants, saying, uh, it's like, what do you want? With this, like, anger in her eyes because he's fucked up everything through the right. whole day. <laughs> like, if it was, like, the actual stats, he'd be, like, negative five on her heart stat. Yeah, like, he's beyond negative, literally, Shit. on the points. <laughs> Cause he's these fucked it up so much. So <laughs> Kazuya takes 2 dollars out of his backpack and tells her that he found them after looking for them. Then uh, he tells her that he wants to play house with her. That's the one line that works. That wins. Jesus. Because it supersedes every other line like cuz uh, what uh us and I he what he said is that um the the free words that you choose uh-huh. when you try to win this game at the the last exploit that there is Whatever her, her her soul wants, uh, will beat everything. Okay. He's like, I know how to win this. <laughs> I remember one time uh,
1: in Red Dead Redemption Two, it has nothing to do with like because you have honor stats. Mm-hmm. You can have really low honor by doing terrible things. You can have really high honor by doing really great things. Right. And one time, I helped this guy from getting mauled by. Uh, I did it twice, by the way, <laughs> to see what <laughs> would happen. The first time, he was getting attacked by wolves, and he was up on this little uh, little rock, uh, this boulder in the in the woods. Yeah, and he was slipping. So I scare the wolves away, and uh, he climbs down like, thank you, partner. I appreciate it. And I fucking blew his <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I got so much <laughs> negative points for that. The other time, he's like, I heard him, like, because it was another replay. Like, it was another, like, uh, playthrough that I played Red Dead Redemption 2 a lot. And he's like, help me, partner. These these wolves are going to get me. And I see. So I, I want to see how far it goes, right? Legit fucking falls off, and they fucking eat him alive. It's still made they still lost negative points. I didn't do shit to them.
0: You watched. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> I watched with Banak.
0: <laughs> Alright, so uh he, he says that he wants to play house with her. Because this is what apparently they did whenever they were really like little kids. Okay. Where she always wanted to play house with the two dolls that she had. Right. And that's what her wife...
1: You know, you know, we had that one time in kindergarten, like little house like like a playhouse, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Someone shit in the toilet. <laughs> Nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> So Chisato's affection is raised to the maximum and she remembers the time that she used to play house with Kazuya in the in kindergarten. Kazuya and Chisato go to the nurse's office and decide to rest. Because basically it's like fuck this cuz she just came out of like a like a trance mm-hmm. so she's fucked up too. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kiriya and Ozanai ask Hiroshi where his CD basically is. He says in the computer lab. Right. Put that bitch in the computer lab. <laughs> Ozanai asks, surprised, what version of the game it is. Turns out to be the game's X-rated version. Oh, shit. So in the nurse's office, where Kazuya is, Kazuya wakes up tied to the bed. (laughs) Ozanai and Hiroshi rush to the computer lab and manage to destroy the Amazogi, the disc. Mm Mm-hmm. Giriao rushes to the nurse's office and was surprised by what she saw. Maybe she was. <laughs> Where they're both hiding behind curtains because they're both butt naked. Oh, Lord. But it never says exactly what happened. Like, you don't know if anything, like, you don't know if the disc was destroyed before For something Yeah. That's the comedic side of it, though. <laughs> Where it's like. <laughs> before the backbreaker 9000 did its work or not. <laughs> it's like, other than he's like, oh, God, which version is it? He's like, it's the PC version. He's like, oh, that ain't the mobile version. That's the one. that
1: That's the everything.
0: real one. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he knows everything about the game. But he does. <laughs> All right. So the next one is uh, Kaneyama-san is the title of it. After encountering a big uh, Malison manifestation from school, Kiriha and her usual temper fit confronted uh, Kukuri in a series of torturous wrestling locks where she expresses her anger over the latter's misinformation about the Malison levels that Kazuya should have uh, should have encountered basically because <laughs> so the like, these deities they can buy weather <laughs> like weather forecasts for the miasma levels <laughs> but she's too broke to afford it so she had last week's
1: so she has no idea what's going on <laughs>
0: basically <That> sucks <laughs> Uh, so, I, uh, so, uh, they thought uh, Kokyo is around. She is unable to provide support since she has a report for work in order to pay off the repairs and other debts that the shrine still owes. <laughs> so, this demon girl that's got the big ass boobs is having to go work somewhere to pay off the deity's shit. <laughs> it started only fans, you'd be set. <laughs> The torture only stopped when Kazuya promises to buy Kiriha some pudding. That's her weakness. Cups of pudding. <laughs> while waiting for uh, Kazuya, Kiriha and Kokuri have a uh, little friendly chat while building a sand uh, a sand dam in the playground. <laughs> since they're living still in the playground. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Until a duo of rowdy boys ruin it. Kids. <laughs> that caused Kiriha to go around a uh, Go around after them until uh, Kazuya arrives, and uh, uh, takes them both back to his house. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Chasing little kids all around and shit." <laughs> uh, well, uh, Kazuya and Kiria settle down for dinner. Uh, Kazuya plans to take some of his large portion left over to Kiria because he's having dinner with his family, and he's gonna. It's like, you know what? I've got some extra. I'm going to go take it up to her because he doesn't finish off his full dinner. Right. Okay. Uh, only to learn that her existence was already known on the day that she had taken uh, human form more so as Kazuya's father who already knew her ever since he was uh, courting his mother way back in high school. So his dad already knows about this fucking spirit. Huh? He's like, I already, we already know who she is. <laughs> Even though he's trying to hide it the entire time. Cause he's like, I got this girl at my house. Like, he's afraid that somebody's going to find her and think some weird shit. <laughs> and it turns out they already know they already know she's there. <laughs> the entire time. His sister and his dad. Right. <laughs> hmm. uh, whom is uh, Kiriya's master during that time? So, uh, Kazuya's mom. Uh, where she uh, always gives him a rough time. Basically, Kiriya ba- uh, ruins Kazuya's dad's everything. Like, every time he would try to do something like uh, romantic for uh, Kazuya's mom, hey, she'd fuck her. it up. Yeah, okay. Like they'd be in the movies and he'd reach his hand over. And she, somehow she'd just be there just smashing the shit out of his hand. Like every little thing you can think of. Like he's trying to be nice to this girl and she's fucking up his whole day. <laughs> <laughs> or he hands her a like, love note. And then she just rips the shit and throws it in the air. Imagine you'd rewrite, rewrite it and send it back to her. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprising uh, Kazuya has decided to bring some pudding to, uh, Kokuri only to find their temporary shrine demolished. <laughs> their same castle <laughs> slides. It's <laughs> <has> been demolished. <laughs> so now they don't have anywhere to live either. And it was all because after a parent complained to the city official about it being a safety hazard for her children.
1: Damn. goddamn, Karens.
0: <laughs> Kazuya's sister and father, uh, allow, uh, Kiriha and Kazuya, uh, he allows basically the, the demon Bazonkazonk the lady mm-hmm. and the deity to live at their house for a little while. Yeah. Y'all can stay here after she got blackmailed. We're at $350. <laughs> uh, let us see here. Uh, And it's all because Kiria blackmails Kazuya's father about the embarrassing love letter he was reciting to Kazuya's mother when they were teenagers at the time. Because he says, I can't have somebody else stay here. And then she just starts reading, like reciting words. He's like, You can stay here. (laughs) He's like, Oh shit, shut up, shut up. (laughs) Because it's just too embarrassing. (laughs) Uh, On the next day, Kiria, together with uh, Kukuri and Kazuya, they go down to uh, Kanara Shrine. In order to borrow some money from Taguri, which is another deity, okay. So it's like you know what? To fix our shrine, we're gonna have to go see her and borrow some so money. You just take a loan from someone else. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> in order to purchase some, um, I it's basically to get one of those forecasts that I was talking about that you have to pay for. Right. They need enough money to do that. <laughs> well, how much <majority> is these Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Too much for their to God dang. Because, think about it, deities should have uh, donations given to them constantly. Right. So, they're supposed to have money for stuff, but she can't afford it. Weird. I guess they don't have a lot of uh, devotees. No, they don't. Uh, but on a condition, she'll give them the money, but on a condition that they play her version of cards, where every wrong move has a corresponding consequence, where Kiria, uh, Kiria and Kukuri's, uh, to their chagrin... They have to endure the entire game with a series of perverted acts by Taguri. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. And the names of the shit is fucking hilarious. Like, Licky Licky Smooch Smooch. Oh, God. <laughs> and this lady, this deity, this uh, Tiguri. <laughs> she's a fucking freak. <laughs> but she only likes those two girls. She doesn't like Kazuya at all. She looks at him with one of those scales like... Scowls, like right. It says on the thing, girls here only, <laughs> on a sign behind her. And it's like it's basically the match game. The the whole like card matching, right. where you have to match each one as like uh, pairs. Hmm. I can't remember the actual name of the damn game right now. But it's like where uh, you have to match two of each for everything as you go. Is it just match? I guess it, just, it might just be. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking name of it is. It's probably the simplest thing we can't even think of. You know what i'm talking about though. yeah you
1: just like you know two of the same item mm-hmm. or like any like uh oh two uh two fucking ducks yeah and then like you gotta like you gotta remember it when you see it and like it flips back over and you gotta do it again like oh you gotta remember that was there that was there yeah so they're like, like three choice, three
0: chances you're like what the fuck three chances to try so all these uh these uh brass cards have different things written on them some of them are money amounts, which is what you get when you win. And then the other ones are the perverted amounts. That you I imagine. mean, like, that has monetary value, or has a, it has value of a different kind to of me. <laughs> it might not be monetary. So the two girls have to play, with the exception of Kazuya, since the game can only be played by girls. So what's he there for? I guess he gets a show. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> Takuri does win everything. She gives them, like, every time the money comes up, you get the money. But she gets all the perverted acts every single time. Yeah. So the game ends, whatever they garner about 175,000 yen. God damn, well, wow, that's not a lot, actually. But there's like Licky Licky Soul, yeah. <laughs> the soles of their feeds, and then. oh, I don't, like, like, I don't God, like full play. And then Grope oh. and stuff. She's like, like Rabbit Titties, handfuls. <laughs> There's one where it's bunny costume. The other ones, why well, does like, she just pay just for that stuff? That's what she's. That's the whole like the whole comic bit. She just she, pays, so she's paying
1: them to, to do dirty stuff to them? <laughs>
0: yes, because she wins every time. She could just skip and just ask. Because they try to win. Uh, I'd be like, how much? How much for both of you? Well, because their plan going into it is that uh, since they're brass cards, they know that degree is playing by watching like. Uh, Like marked cards almost. Right. Like where fingerprints on which cards have been touched and stuff like that. She knows where they are. And their whole thing is they do trick her by wiping off the fingerprints whenever she uh, goes to help um, Kiria find the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course she runs to follow her since. She's a pervert. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Even
1: perverts have their limits. (laughs) Foot play and uh, toilet uh, stuffing. Yeah. Well, for this one, for Guri, she, she likes it all. <laughs> she does. And
0: uh, <laughs> Guri, she wipes all the things off. So whenever the, uh, uh, when this deity comes back uh, to Guri, she's like, she thinks that she knows that they well, they moved the cards. Right. Well, it turns out they never moved the cards. They just wiped off the fingerprints. And it's like, haha, now we win. And then she points the sign behind her where it says no one allowed to touch cards when it's not your turn. <laughs> So of course that's why she gets the uh, she gives him the hundred and seventy five thousand yen. But then she gets to do all the dirty shit that she wants. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, episode eight, it's called a certain day with Kagami household. So it's a it's basically two episodes in one, okay. two stories in one. Uh, the first follows the exploits of. We call the, that the uh, story A and B. Basically, yeah, it's got two titles, all that kind of stuff. A is the main story, and B is the subplot. Because the first one is A Certain Day in the Kigami House, and then the second half is called The Super Popular Fragrance. Maybe it's not A&B. Maybe it's just too many stories. I think it's just too many stories in there. Uh, the first follows the exploits of the Kagami household on an average day with no miasma cleansing. So it's like they're going to the grocery store, just literally doing mundane shit. The dad's just like, these pills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you see him just open up a drawer and just take a fucking bottle of scotch. <laughs> and, uh, the second one, the super popular, uh, popular fragrance, that first pervert that we met in the first episode that, uh, noticed the big bazonk bazonk girl, uh-huh. he creates his own item, like out of willpower. basically a with, sheer perverted will. Yes. Where it's a cologne. So he sprays it on him. It oh, oh. draws every woman to him. You know, I bought this cologne at Walmart parking
1: lot the other day. It's called liquid penny dropper. <laughs> You bought it just for the name, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, this guy was stealing out of the trunk of his car.
0: i think I why not? Depends on how much you pay. That's funny. Oh. Wait, so, uh...
1: So, do these stories run parallel? Like, like this? First one scene is one story, then the next scene is the other story, and then it's so on and so forth? Or is it one story all the way through, and then the other story all the way through? Uh, the story's just all the way through. Each of them. Each one. So yeah. They're all just a mini story.
0: And they're not really like, um, uh, they don't tie in with the rest of the season. It's basically kind of That's one of those filler. A little bit, yeah. Good old filler. What happens though, eventually is that uh, Kazuya, for the second episode, uh, where it's the the fragrance one, right? He takes it from him. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he takes this place like, no, hey, look, it's all I have. <laughs> basically, yes, that is what it is. But uh, he takes it. And then it gets spilt all over him. Yeah, because that's... So then everybody's chasing him. Everybody or just... Uh... All the women okay. are chasing Kazuya. He ends up with all these girls in the bathtub together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just like the most random Lucky shit man, of I guess. So to get out of all that, he's, because basically when you destroy somebody else's created uh, Amazogi, you give them a, kar- a karmic decrease. And so like um, the one that had the wig... Mm-hmm. His punishment after it got killed by Kyria, it uh, it caused him to go bald. <laughs> oh, okay. So like there's a like, repercussion yeah. if you don't destroy it yourself. If you destroy it yourself, like the the one that created the game, like where he had his own like perverted game going yeah. on, he broke his own the the game itself. So it didn't create any repercussions. I wonder what I guess the writer couldn't come up with something. What what would the repercussion be for a video game? It'd be weird.
1: Reverse harem? What? So he's just part of another person's harem?
0: <laughs> one, one in the line? I mean, you know, you never know. Oh, I wonder. So the repercussion and the the backlash to uh, Kazuya destroying this bottle of uh, of cologne that's not his because right. it manifested with him since it poured all over him. He smashes the bottle. And it makes the uh, that other dude. uh <laughs> he smells like ass for like a <laughs> week a whole week huh you so think it'd be for life the description was dirty diapers and garbage <laughs> oh god <laughs> and it says that he suffered less than the people around him <laughs>
1: Wow. They <laughs> took the true brunt of it.
0: Because <laughs> they're all there. But then you see the picture, he's sitting in the back with his desk, and everybody else is to the edges of the room. Yeah, just, oh my god <laughs> The teacher bent over the desk, like. just
1: trying to breathe while he teaches his class.
0: <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That is funny. We're just like, oh God, he's just saying, like, what? I'm surprised it's
1: not permanent, seeing as the other guy went
0: fucking bald. <laughs> Well, he got his hair back, but oh, okay. like it's for a, it's a temporary point, time. Okay, like random amounts though, because I guess it depends it, on how bad it was, right? Just fucking smelling like ass every day. <laughs> he goes home and his dad's like, so you smell like fucking ass."
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> Alrighty, it'd I, have been I, funny. It'd have been funny if like that that happened, right? Yeah, but that's just how he was all the time. It, so all- <laughs> it never affected him really.
0: <laughs> He just always smelled like. like, ass. He just smelled like absolute fucking dog ass. <laughs> uh, next one is called uh, Episode Nine. Letter. How many are there? At twelve. Twelve episodes. It's a short season. Nice story. There is a oh, second season. Good old One Piece. <laughs> I know. Let's do the second season next week. We're gonna start a whole new season. <laughs> it's gonna go on for a thousand episodes. One Piece. <laughs> that's just the the show. There is no season. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Same way with Naruto. Whatever fucking chapter you're
1: on, there is no season. It's just <laughs> chapter 1,917. <laughs> I wonder how far he's gonna go. Think he, you think he can break 2,000? He yes. couldn't. He could. Yes, could he, he, could. He? he could. He couldn't break 2,000 One Piece episodes. Could he? He could. What more could he? Have? What more does he have left to say? <laughs> I know they went through everything. I mean, we're talking about like if he does it once a week, even with the bye weeks, it's almost like a little bit uh, like over the forty. Forty eight, maybe. Like his, I think his longest break was a month. That's that take, take four away. That's still forty eight
0: out of fifty two weeks. Depends how long how long his publisher wants him to continue. What do you mean? As well, long well, as the story matters, it, does, it should matter. always be about the story. That's why. Well, for instance, that's why Kubo quit. The guy what? that made uh, Bleach. Did he pressures? He's yeah. like, fuck it, I'm done. His art, like his art in the manga, started getting worse. And- <laughs> Does he, he didn't care as much. Probably broke his arm. It still didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Use your left one. <laughs> All right. So, episode nine. The episode starts with Kazuya and Kiriya doing a mock battle with Kikuri, Unable to act fast enough to give Kikuri the upper hand, thus losing to her, which infuriates Kiria. As punishment, she has Kazuya do a hundred practice weaves, uh, much to his chagrin. Oh, yeah, I forget he had that weird power. Yes. <laughs> I keep forgetting he actually has abilities. Yes. With her anyway. Right. Like, uh, the next day in school, Kazuya together with Shizato and Asamu, uh, were summoned by Tatataka again. So why is everything so to in this school? It's always you three And this is where we find out who suffered from baldness due to his malice and atonement. That's what is considered as a malice and atonement. They weren't it wasn't him? Or they didn't know it was him? They didn't know that he was bald. Wow. They knew it was him, but they didn't know because he, he goes to open the door what, and falls. Like a wig falls off. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn he must have put a lot
1: of attachment to that wig. <laughs> now that I think about it. It's <laughs> like a prized possession.
0: And then whenever they walked in, he you know, he puts it back on like lightning fast. Yeah. He sits down and he's like, we're not just gonna walk past that. Are you fucking bald? <laughs> uh and he's he's wanting them to look into a string of haunting attacks that involves a deceased student named Nago who died 2 years ago from an apparent suicide. Oh. During their investigation, they encounter Nanakai, uh who is a member of the school's newspaper club who is also investigating the same case. They had a brief encounter with Nago after she tries to attack uh Kosokabi in the changing room, which is another girl that you're not going to have to worry about the name as much. Okay. After the brief encounter it's not like she's going to die or something. No, not specifically, no. Uh, Kazukabe uh, has uh, told them about Nago, uh, her history, with the uh, what they consider the uh, Nishina Uchia, uh sorry, uh, Uichi fan club. Chia, like, oh, she's got the eyes? No, no, no. no. Uh, basically, it's god it's a, dang shining gun? Basically, uh, she is a member of a club that likes a guy, and they created a whole club. One guy around this one, loving this one guy, and he didn't even know about the club, Justin Bieber <laughs> kind of. Yes, it's almost like that. Same kind of hairdo too. Too, <laughs> uh, and uh, they later learned uh, that uh, Nanakai is Nago's sister, and fearing that uh, one of the this club would be the next to be attacked, both Kazuya and Kiria. Uh, Kiria sprung into action in order to save her from Nanako, where they also learn that, uh, what is it? Uh, Iko is a, uh, kami-oni and a lock of hair. Basically, this girl used a lock of her sister's hair to bring this monster to life, Hmm. to get revenge for the, for her sister's suicide. Oh, a little too dark now. No, the writer should have found some other angle than suicide. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) <laughs> fearing it, it basically, uh, they fear that it contains information that would put the blame on the group. And that's the reason that this group never said anything about what happened. However, as she gives the letter to Nanako, she later finds out that, uh, Aiko was infected by Asamogi growth in her chest. Basically this like face looking thing on her, like middle of her chest right there. Huh. And that she killed herself in order to protect her sister from the Asamogi's uh, influence. After Nanako had finished reading the letter and finding out the truth, both Kazuya and Kiriya have to face the, uh, basically they, uh, they face this monster, which they had uh, difficulty with, but in the end, they managed to destroy it. In the last few moments of the episode, uh, so Tuna- uh, let's see here. What was the name again? Sumaragi, a malison cleanser has appeared, uh, while Kiriya is pounding Kazuya in anger. Because he didn't work hard enough. It's not she's as beat- sexual as fuck. Now she's beating the shit out of him again. I, I, I don't, yeah, but he's like pounding him in anger. Yes. it sounded way different. <laughs> All because Kazuya refused to retreat during the battle. So he's like, you stupid son of a bitch. Hey, man, samurais don't retreat. <laughs> Why? Well, he's just got like this big old shit just popping out of his face. <laughs> like he's constantly. And then the one thing she'll do is she'll grab his just nuts and just start ripping them. Okay. What the fuck? Where he's like. <laughs> like is he really ah? he like ah. Uh, no, it's like like she's. Ah. He's like hard <laughs> <laughs> He acts like he hates him but he loves it. Yeah, he fucking loves that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking squeeze him. So alternate <laughs> to squeeze left to right. So squeeze one and stop, then squeeze the other and stop.
0: So and back and forth. Episode ten is called uh, "Nude in the Futon." Ah, uh, have many memories of that. Uh, Kazuya and Kiryu are challenged and attacked at school by Sanao, which is the girl that was watching them beforehand, who holds a vendetta against Kazuya's mother. And her katana, Ko, uh, Kotetsu, uh, that's the sword's name, okay. uh, later Kiryu tries to confront Kazuya whenever uh, he refuses to get up from the futon. Because he's ass naked. He's all wrapped up in a blanket and he's he kn- doesn't want to do shit. He's ass naked, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> when she suddenly turns back to a normal, uh, her normal grown form. She was still a child. Yeah, the chibi form. Hell. They're cut a uh, caught in an embarrassing position when Kazumi and uh, Kukuri enter the room. Because he, he's underneath the the blankets, all nude to shit. Just fucking ass naked. Because <laughs> she's like, uh, uh, "Are you gonna ever get up?" Never. Because he didn't want to fight this girl. So now he's like. I ain't never getting up. Why do you butt naked <laughs> when he got in the. <laughs> and then, what are you going to do for food? My sister will bring me food. <laughs> He's never going to leave that futon. Weird. Uh, episode 11 is called Duel. Da, da, da. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> have, you, have
1: you watched your favorite Digimon? The one with the card. <laughs> which one? The one with the cards? <laughs> the one that you can't fucking stand. I can't stand that one. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. It's my favorite one. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I think because the, the actual kids have more uh, uh ag- or actual, uh, what's the word? Usage? Yeah. They're not <laughs> just standing there like, oh
0: my God, i <laughs> They're over here fucking p- p- taking strategy. <laughs> uh, all right. So episode 11, Kazuya has a dream where he talks about his relationship with Kirya to his mother, Kanaka. That's her name. Uh, the next day, he has a duel with Sanal organized by uh, the deity kukuri to determine who will be this town's miasma cleaner basically <laughs> who's gonna be the sheriff eh? Yeah. this town ain't big enough for two sheriffs. <laughs> episode 12 is called partner this last episode of the season partner during the duel with Sanao and Kote, uh, kotetsu kirya and kazuya enter a state of divine possession greatly increasing their power Basically, she takes over his body completely, his hair turns white from being black, he gets markings on his head, and he's able to use the uh, use dang, her powers, God basically. God dang Super Saiyan all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, greatly increasing their power. Afterwards at home, Kukuri takes care of an exhausted Kazuya, and Kiriya manipulates her into bathing him. Like that's your punishment. You made him do this shit. Go take, it, go give him a bath. Just because he dump, can't move. Just dumps, dumps him in the fucking water. He's yeah. fucking drowning. <laughs> so now his mother states that she can't come home to be the head of the uh, family unless now she has to marry Kazuya somehow. This girl that he fought. Uh-huh. He's like, he, she goes back to her house and he's like. You got fucked up by him. Now you got to marry him because he's, that's the only way you're becoming the head of the family. Wait. Yeah. So we now got another goddamn freeloader? Now? Yeah. Well, no. I don't think she's living with him. Yet, at least not in this episode. I'm sure this the next season. Like 50 women in there. And then at the very end of the episode, we have Kiria. She's joining the school now as an actual student. Uh-huh. And going to go by the name Obina Kahira. Obina Kahira. Mm-hmm. That's how the episode ends. Huh. It is it, it, like... I'll put it this way: there is fan service in it, but there's a lot of uh, like comedic parts in there that actually make it. I don't know, probably like a seven for me, mm-hmm. seven out of ten. Like it's not the best anime I have ever seen in the world, but it has its funny moments <laughs> to it. Like every time he does something stupid, it's like he just gets to be <laughs> every time. He's always doing something stupid, so running his mouth or saying the wrong things or. And he's so innocent about it. Like he doesn't mean to, he just he fucks up constantly. Hmm. Well, that's the end of my breakdown for tonight. Anything to add to that? Where's the hentai version? I'm sure there is one. It <laughs> wouldn't be surprising. It wouldn't be hard to extend it out to a hentai why not, version. No. That's why it's rated TVM. TVM. Damn, It's a deep yes. one. Yes. <laughs> so the TV
1: 14. Where you got Sanji uh, sucking on a lollipop instead of smoking a cigarette. Yes, yes. Well, that's the four kids version. Yeah. With probably the best intro to
0: One Piece ever. <laughs> Damn, they had a great fucking song. <laughs> All right. Ready for some Reddit? Yeah. Our last segment of the night. Ugh. All righty. Uh These are hopefully decent. Uh, first one. <laughs> I saw one earlier that said, like, I still shower with my brother. That was the
1: title. <laughs> what? I don't even want to dig into that one. <laughs> you, you sure don't, because they still shower. Some sister and her, her brother like, like are still showering together. They're like maybe like, uh, teen teenagers or maybe regardless. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like that's way too old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I was watching it on TikTok. Someone was reading it, right? Yeah. And she had just read the title, and then she said, like they they go to school together and they, they, they play sports and like they they just hop in the shower after they run track or something. I'm like, wait. Oh. how old are they? And then she never says. She never. I just skipped over. But to the, her expression when she said, like I still shower with my brother, and she looked up at the camera, and I'm like, it was fucking cold. <laughs> it's
0: the same response I would have. I was like, huh? You did have. You looked up.
1: You're like, <laughs> That's the same response I had.
0: I'm like, huh? All right. First one is by Educational Wonder seventy, so you might get educated. It says so. I've had a rash on my armpit for a week. I'm very diligent between washing it multiple times a day with soap and hot water, but it kind of started getting the sort of smell that fungal infections have. uh Oh. I was going to go to the doctor on Monday if I still had it. The smell went away after I washed it and went about it. Uh, I went about my day, but waking up and after getting in bed after a long day, there it was. My mattress pad is really annoying. Every night, as I toss and turn, it starts to slide off the bed. So every night before bed, I move everything back over. Today, the eggshell padding underneath—I don't know what eggshell padding. Uh, I'm trying to think what eggshell padding is. It's probably just like a, cu- a cushion. Maybe. It looks like eggshells. Possibly.
1: Beneath you know, like the, those nasty fucking
0: uh, sandals that like look like fucking golf balls. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like that. Could be. Um, so the eggshell padding beneath it had bunched up, so I pulled uh, up my uh, pad to flatten out the egg, uh, the egg crate. What the fu- Now I'm, what the fu- So he's just sleeping on fucking egg crates is what he's saying? I think it's that one kind of like foam stuff where it's got the little like highs. The ridges? And bl- yeah, yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, you know guess I'm talking it,
1: about? I guess it would be that, yeah. I think that's what he's talking, I think that's what the he's one talking for pit- about. The one where you, you don't piss in your pet
0: mattress because you're a bed wetter. Yes. yes. That's exactly that's what I'm thinking. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, and there I find a dead mouse. Oh, my fucking God. Shaped into the egg crate, clearly dead. And there that pungent smell, that smell just like a fungal infection. So he got infected from a dead mouse? No, he was laying on it. Right. And then like, did it, wait, was it? The smell was getting on him. Uh, so it wasn't an actual infection on him? No. But he said he had a rash. Well, he had a rash and I think it was because of the dead mouse creating like a a rash on him fucking gross now of course it's one of the worst smells i have ever smelled yeah of course (laughs) because i'm horrified by the situation my brain decided to stop rationalizing it as my own smell i sprayed down everything possible with the deodorizing spray that they use in hospitals and i just about bathed myself in disinfectant but I'm still totally and utterly disgusted. Is he a nurse or something? What do you mean that they, they use in hospitals? What kind of fucking chemicals do you have? Fabuloso.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> that shit's strong as fuck. <laughs> Shit is powerful. You gotta dilute it. If you if you hit it bare on the fucking floor, it'll melt you. <laughs> I've done that. It's like... Uh, it just takes your breath away. <laughs> you wake up like an hour later. It's
0: like... You're like, what happened? Knocks your ass out. <laughs> It's like, mix that with bleach. Like,
1: damn. Like, Shit'll blow up in your face. is stronger than a fucking nuclear bomb. <laughs>
0: that shit is strong, though. Yeah, that fat was also as strong as fuck. They use that in the bathrooms where I work. Like, you go in there beforehand, it's like... <sighs> She's like oh. But you go in there after the cleaning ladies come through, and it's like, it's like fuck, It's just strong. <laughs> it just fucking burns your eyes and just melts away your nose. <laughs> oh!
1: It's like a wall when you walk in. Yeah, it's like, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's almost like a good bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's not going to hurt you, but you're like,
0: oh, man. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <"Ugh." laughs> and they use the lemon guys. <laughs> it like, like, go, just goes down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Takes it for a couple hours. Yeah, you basically do. <laughs> Alrighty, Uh Next one is by OddBag8213. This person puts. Uh, this happened a few days ago, so technically not today I fucked up, but too embarrassed to share with friends. I'm pretty happy with my junk size and my girlfriend is too, but we were throwing ideas out to spice it up a bit and include a new toy or toy or something. So I came to an idea to introduce a, let me stop you right there. <laughs> did he, did he make a fucking, uh, one of those
1: things that you, you build a, your a dildo out of your own dick.
0: Kind of. Okay, go ahead. A sleeve. Okay. I'm not saying the because I don't feel like getting to monetize that badly, but, <laughs> that bad. but we wanted it to make an actual difference. We had an idea to go over the top and get a huge one. I'm talking eight inch length. God dang. So I put it on and we used it for a bit, but it kept slipping. I kept slipping. It was out. called the Mariana Trench. <laughs> But it kept slipping out, so I lost focus, and I started to fall off.
1: Fall off? Oh, he was losing yeah. his erection?
0: Yeah. I take the sleeve off to get back up. So what is it? the The sleeve's just like, what, a condom? Confused. It goes over. So just a condom, basically. Kind of,
1: yeah. And so, <laughs> I'm confused. What well, a sleeve... It- is it like a fucking, like, dildo with like, you put your dick in? Yes. A strap-on, basically? Without the strap.
0: Yeah, so... What the... That's fucking weird. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, um, I take the sleeve off to get back up, and then my regular dong felt so weird in my hand. Like, comically small compared to the toy that I kind of used to get in the meantime. Wait, so... So he's basically using a strap on his girlfriend that was like twice his size is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend tried to reassure me that it... Uh, that it... Is the toy, not me? It's way too big, but I still feel weird. And we had to call it off, and I decided to try it again sometime later. Haven't seen her since. I was thinking I should maybe get used to it by myself before using it with her, like (laughs) using it as a flashlight or something. Like the, I'm not understanding the purpose of this fucking sleeve. (laughs) To make it
1: bigger for her. Right. That's that's the purpose. So it's basically a strap on. Yes. So how does that make him feel any better? And she's basically saying, You're too small. I'll get something fucking humongous.
0: And then he, he screws it like a flashlight. Weird. Girlfriend supported the idea. Yeah, of course she did. We found it very funny that I needed to bang the monster junk a few times to take away its power and tame it. Yeah, I'm sure you did tame it. However, since that yeah, incident, <laughs> there's, there's that, <laughs> <laughs> since the, that incident, this uh, was four days ago, I haven't had any, any sex drive whatsoever. This is highly unusual for me, as I generally get dozens of uh, hard-ons a day, and I have a high libido. Dozens. So, yeah, the stupid toy killed my libido. Uh, defeated again by a uh, artificial
1: intelligence. Machine <laughs> beats man yet again. <laughs> Silicone beats man. Deep, what was that? Deep blue two thousand
0: beat the chess master yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, next one is by Naked Nuggets. Naked Nuggets. <laughs> the names are sometimes funnier than the post. This person puts, Masturbated in my dorm room during the night. I fapped in silence to avoid waking up my roommate. Got really into it. Switched from keeping it simple to full on fucking my pillow like it was a person. People are
1: so extra when they do stuff.
0: It's <laughs> just a look on your face of <laughs> disappointment.
1: Not disappointment, I'm just like, man, that's a lot of work just to, be, just to get off. <laughs>
0: Squeeze my eyes shut even. Squeeze what though? You looking at it? What you doing? It? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the pillow was the girl of my dreams, Helen Mirren, eighty-five years old. <laughs> Picture the girl of my dreams grabbing my ass mid thrust. What
1: the fuck is happening with
0: a pillow? So I grab my own ass to capture the pillow.
1: Close enough, I guess. Whatever gets you off, I suppose.
0: Uh, Approach the point of no return and let loose. You hit that event horizon, huh? Cue post not clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Realize I just came on my pillow. Mm. Decided to use some tissues to thoroughly wipe my pillow before flipping the pillow to throw the that opposite. motherfucker in the wash. What do you mean you use a... Well, fu- he's <laughs> <laughs> in a dorm, I'm assuming. Still, throw it yeah. somewhere in the
1: wash. <laughs> Don't just lay your head back in there and get yourself
0: pink eye. <laughs> Real, uh, let's see. Decided to use tissues to thoroughly wipe my pillow before flipping the pillow to the opposite side and using it to continue sleeping. I thought he was going to continue, Jack. <laughs> Do again. However, as soon as my head We're touched, too, was as, it crusty on the other side? As soon as my head touched the pillow, I made eye contact with my roommate. Oh fuck! It was wide awake for who knows how long. It's traumatized. I want,
1: I want you to move out tomorrow.
0: His <laughs> traumatized expression exhibited the emotion I was feeling at that moment. Like,
1: I just like, watched him, just fucking shit. Yeah, that bit, like,
0: he didn't say a fucking word. Dude. Just mouth dropped like, like, dude, too speechless to say shit.
1: What do you say to a man? that you just watch Jack off? <laughs> it would have been funny to me if they had made it on. Guard, they just is fucking nutty. He's like, oh no! <laughs>
0: they Their souls touched for that one moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woke up. In the, uh, woke up this morning. Roommate's bed was empty. <laughs> he fucking moved. Out. Unusual because it's Sunday on my side of the planet, and my roommate never wakes up all uh, oh, this early on weekends. I had to go contemplate his life. I think it's safe to assume that he's avoiding me just <laughs> <laughs> just as much as I'm trying to avoid him right now. Wow. In the meantime, uh, in the meantime, I need to replace my crusty s pillow. Oh. So he fell asleep with it still, regardless. Yeah, no, oh, man. All righty. Next one is by Wonder and Horror. I am at this time. Right now, I am. <laughs> I can just picture him sitting beside his desk, like in a dorm room. And then, like, he's got earphones or something in, so he's not really paying all that much attention. And they just, like, hears a loud, like, <laughs> oh. He looks over <laughs> and he's like, what the oh. I thought he was sleeping. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what the other dude was doing, though. I assume he, I would be checking off while he's awake. He may have assumed that he was, he may have been really getting into it with a pillow and didn't even realize.
1: Really? It was like eight in the morning <laughs> the next day after.
0: Weird. All right. So this next person puts today I fucked up by telling an amputee to put both of his feet down on the floor while taking his blood pressure. Damn. What the fuck? I. <laughs> I don't know. You knocked that. you knocked the volume out of that motherfucker. No, I did for a second, didn't I? Yeah, because I couldn't hear you for a second. <laughs> so today, I fucked up by telling an amputee to put both of his feet down on the floor while taking his blood pressure. By telling an amp- uh Let's see. So I live in a sober living facility. I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming senior living facility. No, there are there
1: sober houses. Oh, okay. I knew a guy from work who had one. Who they, they they get, I guess, they
0: get the DUI or they get in trouble. With the okay, bug, I, get, I get what you're saying. They got to all live together, so you know, keep each other straight. Yeah. So, uh, I live in a sober living facility with a bunch of veterans and one who has lost his leg uh, sitting beside me taking his blood pressure. And I told him that he needs to put both of his feet on the floor. <laughs> a lot of people thought it was joking. I mean, uh, if you can find it, you go ahead. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought I was joking and I thought it was a very awful thing to say. We were sitting around all taking our blood pressure, but whenever I caught it and explained that it was an actual mistake, we all laughed about it. <laughs> That's a horrible writing, but you know, he did his best. He was probably drunk when he wrote, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I put down the floor. No, they
1: really try it. Sober living homes. Like, Can you imagine being an alcoholic and having that temptation forever? One drink and it just completely you just fall off the rails. It sucks. <laughs> Impulse control. Look at me, I'm a fucking four hundred pound whale. I mean, he, he looking across to me. It's like to a killer whale compared to me. Uh, My I'm I'm for... goddamn blue whale. <laughs> it's a dolphin. I know, but I didn't know.
0: I don't know what fucking noise whales make. Just make a. <laughs> See, mine's uh, Red Bulls. I'm addicted to them.
1: I'm addicted to that ass. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs>
0: all right and we will finish off today's reddit with uh some shower thoughts shower thoughts i got a lot of those so mostly my story stuff (laughs) which i never write down i fucking forget (laughs) so the first one is posted by uh bear 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 all spelled different
1: bear wait so it's a bear 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 so bear bear Bear, I'm trying to find the middle one. I know one, one, I don't know the middle one. Bear, so you know how two of them are spelled, though, right? Yeah, b a r e, and then b e r
0: b e a r, and then b e r e, b e o,
1: bear, bear, bear.
0: The meaning of the word, I couldn't tell you, but so it's bear, 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 bear. bear, 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 bear. What's, the, what's the other one? B e r, it's uh, b e a r, which is the animal, yeah, then bear. Like to bear something or they oh b a r e, right? I got those, and right. then the last one is b e r e b e
1: r e b e mm-hmm. r e b e r
0: burr, <laughs> burr, it doesn't sound like bear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be bear, 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 weird, bear, bear. I, burr. Think they, I think they only spelt it that way because think about how where is spelled, w e r e, yeah. So, all right, this is their shower thought. Maybe the dance is, were so it's burr. Burr, burr, burr.
1: <laughs> like one of them is bear bear then it, was burr. <laughs> it has to be because where is also spelled with a w-e-r-e w-e <laughs> yeah where so it's probably ber- bear <laughs> or is it still bear where bear maybe it's a werewolf we got a full
0: moon it's a werewolf it has to be <laughs> then the, the, you can just send it right there <laughs> shit was fucking fascinating <laughs> so this person puts we're told anything on the internet is there forever but when you need to find that one porn video from yeah, years ago, it's suddenly nowhere to be found. I frightened. was just
1: about to cut you off, like, oh yeah, come come I can't find that one video I saw th- seven years ago?
0: <laughs> they thought the same thing. My man. <laughs> the same headspace. Uh, geniuses stink alight. <laughs> uh next one is by Good Mojo, this person puts. It's unfathomably easy to ruin your entire life. Yeah, you can like you take a piss outside one
1: day in a school park a schoolyard, and you go sex offender forever.
0: You don't even have to be in a schoolyard; you could be
1: downtown doing it. I'm just saying, like in, je- you know, like that's the worst example of being a schoolyard. A, a child, sex offender. <laughs> yeah, because that's the worst. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. worst fucking thing you can be. It's true. Next I was just taking a piss, officer. That little girl's face got in the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you you what do you say who are you, you, like, <laughs> you now we' killing what are you what do i do <laughs> <laughs> officer what do i do uh next one is by good mojo or, sorry the next one's by because uh, that was the last one okay next one is by emil em this person puts sweatpants were made for physical activity but wearing them in public makes you seem lazy i love i love just walking around like, like the dick just swinging so
1: freely i like that
0: i like <laughs> these these are nice Next one is by uh Too Made or Too Mad uh 316, this person puts. Most job interviews are harder than the job itself. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like once you get the job, you're like, this
1: is ass. <laughs> this is easy. But trying to get it, it's like impossible. Like god dang, you're trying to you're trying to like
0: get a fucking position to fly into space is what it feels like. Yeah. Like you have to make sure you prepare. You got to right. give them all the the HR answers. You got to get, you got to be like, you got to be a sane person for that window of time. And then as soon as you get the job, it's like, so you, you, can't, you
1: can't get rid of me now.
0: <laughs> uh, next one is by, uh, give death guess. This person puts sneezing while driving is really dangerous. Yeah. Not really. Just take off your hand off the
1: accelerate a little bit. <laughs> just hold on to the fucking steering wheel steady. I almost broke a rib when was <laughs> doing that. It's not as dangerous as he thinks. Well, I mean, I guess the closing your eyes in the middle of... It's only for a split second. Just people, just prepare before that. Think of
0: those people that have multiple sneezes in a row, though. Or, like, just fucking hit, like hit the brakes, honestly. I <laughs> just thought <stop laughs> of them. <laughs> uh, next one is by uh, a shit player person puts you are one google search away from changing your life not really i guess that could be for the the worse or the better
1: i guess i don't know actually
0: two, google two girls one cup there you go oh he means like that, that? changed your life i don't know i've never seen it <laughs> luckily i never have actually seen it <laughs> I've avoided it all these
1: years <laughs> and then it just shows up at your door one day aren't they like both senators now
0: I have no idea. Would I'm just, kidding. I'm just joking around. Look, there's that one dude taking it in the ass in, in Congress. Oh yeah, man, that man was got busy <laughs>
1: on his OnlyFans, wasn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: He like he wanted to step it up for that the ones from the school, the uh, the
0: the classroom. He's like, oh, I can beat that. <laughs> uh, next one is uh, hide the pickle champ. I tried to. In the Walking Dead universe, there's yeah. a pro- there's a prostitution ring using zombies. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> the shower thought you didn't even know about. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, because like you have to imprint every every facet of life that we have in real life, yes, into a fictional world. Mm-hmm. And like while the writers themselves don't really uh say anything stuff like that, if we thought in the lines of real world, yeah, that would that would probably be like some nasty pornography
0: yes. in the fucking Walking Dead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Gross. Next one is by uh, Booty Clap. <laughs> right them Booty Clap. This person puts. Batman villains don't usually have any superpowers either. Yeah, we all know that. And They give you examples. The Joker, Penguin, Two-Face, Mad Hatter, Harley Quinn, Scarecrow, Catwoman, Hugo Strange, Black Mask, Riddler, Calendar it, Man. The Joker has powers. He
1: has the ability to survive an asshole <laughs> And be, be still physically capable, and not being physically uh, crippled. They, then they put... Uh, Hell, if I was Batman, I would have just
0: broke his neck a long time ago. He's still alive. Yeah. He can't move around, but he ain't, he ain't going to do nothing now. Uh, he also put, uh, a lot of these folks don't have any powers either. They're pretty much just people in costumes, just like Batman. The only real super-powered ones I can think of are Bane, Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, Mr. Freeze, and maybe Rosalind Ra- uh, Oh, yeah, the immortal. Plus, most of these you could argue are from steroids or scientific experiments gone wrong. Or just some horrible genetic deformity. (laughs) Right. It makes you look like a crocodile. (laughs) But they're not like actually, they're not born with these powers. They're just. Killer Croc was. Killer Croc, yes. That man just kept getting big. Wait, did you also notice? I never paid that much attention, but he also started getting more and more like a croc. Like he started looking more and more like one.
1: Yeah, in the uh, Arkham series.
0: And apparently, uh, canonically, it's that his uh, disease has just gotten worse. Yeah. Because
1: he was fucking huge in Arkham Knight. He was like 15 feet tall.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Next one is by Flagstaff. Actually, his heart should have gave out a long time ago. The organs don't grow with you. Apparently, his mind. he just fucking croaks. <laughs> you wouldn't know he's like in a wheelchair. <laughs> With like a fucking tank of oxygen. Like, so you found me again, Batman. (laughs) Face me. And he can't even get up out of the bed. (laughs) That'd
0: be Penguin eventually, though. Oh, it was chunky. Yeah, but he was always, you know, he's like. He's always smoking those. He's always cockney.
1: Like, oh, Batman, fuck yeah. (laughs) That motherfucker's lived forever. Look at Danny DeVito. That's true. Man's
0: immortal. That is the Penguin. There you go. Literally. (laughs) I love that man. All right, this person puts uh, strip clubs are the only businesses allowed to discriminate by sex, age, and appearance.
1: Mm.
0: Out of everything. You come out smelling of ass. Ain't no stripper gonna fucking, yeah, get out, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> po- well, I take that back. If you live in Oklahoma City, Valley Brook, go there. Ew. and Never heard of it. <laughs> All right, next one is by uh Pee on my doo doo. <laughs> Gross. This person puts, a mile a minute sounds a lot faster than 60 miles per hour. Hmm. 60 miles per hour. A mile a minute. Yeah. It's the same thing, basically. It is the exact same. But whenever you say, oh, I'm living life a mile a minute, man. You slow as hell. You're only moving at 60 miles an hour, bro. You, you a snail? <laughs> All right. And the last one for today is by uh Marnie G. <laughs> Marnie G. This person puts. On the internet. Mo- men get unsolicited messages from fake women they wish were real, while women get unsolicited messages from real men they wish were fake. Yeah, men are freaks. <laughs> men don't talk to a fucking AI. Yeah. You do like me. <laughs> are you sure? It doesn't look weird because it's bent sideways. <laughs> it's black and blue. It's still okay. <laughs> But that's all I got for Reddit today. Anything else to add before we head out
1: tonight? Bert and Ernie are a healthy homosexual couple. I don't care what anyone tells me. Uh, didn't that make that canon? I don't know. I've been I've been arguing with my co-worker at work for years. For, like, i tell you, Bert and Ernie, they all they do is eat each other's ass. <laughs> I probably don't say it very tactfully. <laughs> it's like, we know what they do. Oh, hey, Bert. Let's go on the shower, Bert. Okay, Ernie. I always forget. I always get their name. I don't know who's who? <laughs> I just call him Bernie. <laughs> just call him Bernie. Yeah, basically Bert and Ernie together. Bernie, or what's the other? What's the other way? Uh, Bert.
0: That, that doesn't make
1: exactly. Like, it
0: doesn't hit the same way as
1: Bernie. <laughs> I wish I had the money, then I can I can get a wedding album made of Bert and Ernie's wedding with all the other Sesame Street characters and give it to my friend for her birthday. <laughs> Could you made, like that's me? If I had money, it wouldn't be some ridiculous. Like, I got a yacht and like fifteen Lamborghinis. I'd make a fucking fake photo album of Bert nernie's wedding just to make my friend mad. And then I would put in the audience uh, during the reception. I'd put in the SpongeBob because she can't stand SpongeBob. <laughs> wow, as a guest? Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs>
0: he's like ah.
1: that, or I or I'd give her a ten thousand dollar gift card. With SpongeBob SquarePants on the gift card, pick a uh, little photo. I'm like, yeah. It's like you want to use it, don't you? You do want to use it, don't you? <laughs> well, you can't, you can't get rid of it now. <laughs> There's ten grand on there. And so every time she swipes it, she's got SpongeBob's face. Maybe I can make a little fucking audio thing where every time she swipes, like ah! <laughs> I can't do the SpongeBob thing, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm d- just diabolical. Yeah, you know that that thing about like the uh, the Dark night, Like, some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> That's me. <sighs> well, well, we'll see you
0: later. We will see you guys on the next one. I'm gonna go eat some ass. <laughs>